everybody, and welcome to episode 389 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the Connor Ritter Memorial Studio. <laughs> I'm getting into the spooptober thing early. Thank who you, else Connor. is joining me? Uh, thank you, Connor Ritter, who contributes at patreon.com slash laser time to become an executive producer. Hi, I'm uh, Chris, late for the fly joke, Antista. And <laughs> uh, I'm doing this whole podcast closed book. Aren't you impressed, Matthew Allen? And mm-hmm. special guest. I'm Alex, uh, the Los Angeles uh, sad person uh, here <laughs> to, to share video game knowledge with y'all. Why are you sad, Alex? Our Lakers won, baby. Lakers hey. win. You, but you defeated my poor little Miami. I swear to Christ, I didn't know they played Miami either. I just found that out. After <laughs> I talked to you and Matt told me the Lakers were not only in the playoffs, not only in the championships, they had won. I had there's no never been idea. A, there's never been a weirder time to like walk through L.A. and see like... 50% people who had no idea that the championship even happened and then like people who are like lighting explosions off in the night. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm I'm not saying like uh, oh, I don't know anything about sports like dude, I have I have mainlining news. Like I don't know I don't know how I missed that. like I missed yeah, any of that. No it's one gotta was talking be about it. Extra crazy scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, speaking of Halloween, it needs to be really scary <laughs> in the news to miss Well, to Alex, miss I mean to, to, to be fair, to be fair to those people, um, it's hard to tell the, the riots the, from the old traditional winning game riots in L.A. Yes. from just the, the 2020 standard riots. You know? We I'm do gonna love go, our I'm riots. Gonna, I'm going to go ahead and lump in any uh, celebrating sports person in Antifa. I'm sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> right? Fox it's News the says same they should be thing. the same. Uh, when they bought that ticket to that game, they were buying a ticket. Antifa. Yes, that's how it works. That's how you get brainwashed. Does everybody have their Antifa tickets, by the way? I'm just wondering. (laughs) I bought two. They serve me at my seats. Uh, They bring me beer and hot dogs. You know, I signed up for Antifa tracks, but I haven't gotten the notification that they've been mailed out yet, so I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, Alex, you're kind of a big deal. Where else can people hear you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I think most appropriately for today, you want to check me out on the Chiluminati podcast where me and Jesse Cox and Mathis from the internet talk about the worst shit imaginable, the the just craziest (laughs) nonsense, paranormal stuff, murders, beasts, all kinds of, all kinds of wild stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing. And now, uh, as of like two weeks ago, the new 52 and new podcast, uh, which is all about DC Comics, is another uh, new thing that I'm doing. Is is that that starting off with the new 52 or? Yeah, yeah. So I was talking to the guy over at the comic shop where I do my business, which is Mm -hmm. uh, the comic bug in Culver City. And he was saying that like the average readership in his estimation of comic book readers right now is like 43. Just yeah. like to like fifty years old, and I was just thinking, like, damn, like it's just probably so intimidating to like pick up anything. So we're starting right from the beginning of New Fifty Two. I've got like seven hosts that I'm like, like when they launched the New Fifty Two, they were like desks. They were like, here's the Batman desk, here's the Superman desk, mm-hmm. here's the Justice League desk. So for every desk, I have a host, and here's we're gonna do odd, every uh, single trade. Yeah, here's on. the odd Animal Man desk, and uh, dude, the Animal Man desk is where you got to be good. in New Fifty Two. I, I read almost shit. all of it, so yeah, like that's that, for some reason I like jumped into all that stuff. So uh, good yeah. memories of the New Fifty Two stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a somewhat hated thing, I think, in general by comic book fans. They're always like, well, there's some good stuff, and then they list like every book in the new 52 but uh 
Which know, came I don't first, know. New Fifty Two or Ultimates? The Ultimates line from Marvel. Oh, Ultimates. Ultimates, Ultimates came line. way way before. Yeah, Even but New Fifty Two was real. New Fifty Two was like they rebooted that shit. Everything Good. went to number one. Superman not wearing red underoos anymore. No, he has uh, jeans on and a t-shirt. Nice. (laughs) Some incredibly weird, some stuff like I didn't love, but it was just like, dude, that was really weird. I applaud you for bothering. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's been a fun little journey so far, but we got a bunch of people on there. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also like, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah, man. I'm old enough to remember when DC let Stan Lee take a crack at design redesigning classic heroes, and they were. (laughs) Awful. They were so the amalgam bad. Era? It was like the worst take of Superman. You don't you don't like Dark Claw? <laughs> <laughs> amalgam. I cannot believe I found one of those new like two years ago. A, a I have. I have. Uh, what is it? Bat thing? Yeah, it's, I thought it was Dark Claw, Wolverine, and Batman. Oh yeah, that's mm. the that's another one. No, Bat thing is Man Bat or Man Thing and Batman and uh, Man Bat. <laughs> Batman, Man Thing, and Man Bat. Batman. <laughs> I hate this, uh, but yeah, and it's that one. The green guy and the and the, and the Batman. Why didn't they just call him Man Man? <laughs> that would have been great. Fucking man misshapen man is... horror called Man Man. Yeah, double double Y chromosomes. He's, he's a Peter just... Man. He smells like a dick. That's his power. <laughs> <laughs> or he penis it, musk. His power could be that he smells like Bigfoot's dick. Which gets us go. into today's top five, which we've been saving for you, Alex, because we wanted to have an expert on before we... I'm fucking chuffed. Yeah, we we want to talk about cryptids in games. Mm-hmm. Now, what are what are cryptids exactly? Maybe, maybe you can I had to uh, ask. explain. <laughs> They're, okay, so cryptids are like almost like... I, I, I think to be respectful of like people who study this as their life, I'm going to say cryptids are animal the animal version of a UFO. They're like... A, 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 a creature that may or may not exist there are many reports of and and uh, they're sort of like they've sort of like congealed into a single form like a meme like yeah. there is that you know Bigfoot is the one that's like everybody knows but there's a bunch of other ones that we're probably going to cover today that yeah. are all mm-hmm. very much in that same in that same wheelhouse well a and, lot of like uh, on the evolutionary bubble right they're, they're either like okay they're related to some existing animal family or some are like uh, supposed to be extinct like Nessie but they just hung around you, yeah you find stuff. you find like science or like culture that like often leads to them like sometimes like the chupacabra for example goes down into like some old like um, like legends about some type of like blood sucking creature and it's not exactly the same thing but you can kind of trace it mm-hmm. you know yeah. But, yeah. like, uh, there's also, like, just, like, the new American, like, sort of, like, X-Files genre-style mythos of America that's, like, I don't know. There's something about cryptids that just makes me smile. I They're, they're so stupid and so delicious. We wanted to ask you, because you mentioned UFOs specifically, because while Michael and I were kind of looking into some of these grays kept coming up and i'm like wait aliens aren't cryptids and then michael's like well maybe grays aren't alien like why do people lump them in there like we mean the why did they show up i think aliens are cryptids yeah i mean i think you'll see like i think as we go into this like at least some of these are at least tangentially connected to aliens Mm -hmm. and so in that way like some people say aliens aren't even aliens some people like you know the other big school of thought is that aliens are like 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 next door neighbors dimensionally to us or from the hollow earth 
Yeah, or like interstellar style, like they're like those are us, the lizard people, but but, but beyond they're from us. Asia. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, Alex, I, I listened to Coast to Coast with both Art Bell and George Norrie, pal. All right, I know about my oh shit, the good years and the bad planetary aliens. The, there's the the Reds versus the Greys and the Lizard Men. It's all fucked. And then there's the Shadow People. Don't forget the Shadow People. Did you you, you know what the, the real the heart the real hardcore shit is? Did you stick with Unsolved Mysteries when Dennis Farina was the host? Ooh. Okay. That's how you know you're a real man. <laughs> you can make a difference. Just call in now. Very <laughs> Chicago. But that's about to drop. Uh, that's about to drop in like a day. Is the new? Uh, I don't know when this goes out exactly, but Friday. I, yeah. Mm. So what? Well, I don't know what number that is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Friday. So same day. Unsolved Mysteries drops. Was it new episodes? Yeah, part two of season one. I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't love it. I, I. I didn't love the whole focus on one thing, and I thought there was one that was super compelling. That dude who fell like weird through a roof. And, yeah, and, 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 but <laughs> everything was else was just awesome. like, yeah, that sounds like murdered by a hillbilly. Like I. I, <laughs> I like the French guy. Uh, I actually like, didn't watch that because I couldn't play video games and read subtitles. I, I liked the French guy one. It was pretty like in depth. I mean, it's there's you have to when you're talking about murder, it's always weird, right? Like you have to like swallow like a level of like morbidity to oh, like yeah. right. get into a murder. But it was pretty interesting. It looks like there's some kind of Japanese ghost situation in the Ooh. new season. Oh, nice. I so do I'm, love I'm that they sorry. mixed. Yeah, Unsolved Mysteries always did have like true crime and cryptids. It was this strange. Was, I was very was like, worried. Yeah. It was like those Time Life book commercials growing up that yes. had, like, there's the aliens and all that stuff. Could that we shit have been all visited by me. creatures from another planet who are also yes. ghosts and Bigfoots? Yes. I'm glad they didn't shy away from it. Like, I thought they were going to kind of just make it into another true crime show, but they really did go for it. There was, like, That's, a full-on alien one. I thought they sort of did. There was there was the one alien one, but, like, yeah, this, Unsolved Mysteries used to be... It used to have like at least one dose of weird per episode. I thought it was weird to focus on. That's true. One you you do get thing. less, but I do feel like now, like there's sort of like an onus on you to like if you're going to talk about something, you got to like blow somebody's minds nowadays. Like I, I think just... that's I think that's a great point. I think probably some of the things Unsolved Mysteries brought up were, was technically irresponsible back in the day, and they <laughs> Dude, should have elaborated further on. If, I if watched one that one? was like, sorry, I watched one that was like this lady who like just touched tigers. That was the mystery. Oh, Carol like, Baskin. Oh, Carol Baskin, yeah, we know, we know about her. Dude, it was the same energy exactly, but she was just like, I just touched them. They, I activate their cells. She, like, went to an orca tank, and the orca had, like, some kind of, like, bacterial infection. And and she was like, I just touched it. And the next day they were like, it was still there, but the orca was in a better mood. This is so wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's all a bunch of sensationalist hooey. Cooked up by superstitious yokels seeing phantoms of their own imagining. <laughs> I was so crispy in my ears. It was like ASMR. Oh, like activated yeah, I, me. I can't wait. I am, I am the king of, uh, lately with my girl, throwing a wet blanket on anything involving cryptids. So. I want to know ready, what the baby. ASMR fantasy was there, Alex. Could you feel his nose hair rubbing against the tips of your ears or something like <laughs> Back that? Back in the good old days at Disneyland, there used to be an incredible... The Abe Lincoln, yes! yes. Mm-hmm. The barbershop, the fucking and barbershop. And he, he grabs your body and, like, cries to you to, like, never give up on the American dream. Okay, I'm so glad that it. What, that's not just in my head. That, that actually That got me into, happen. like, pro audio. That got me into audio production. I like. Remember they had to s- wipe down those headphones? Those were some serious fucking headphones back then. That blew my mind. Uh, but yeah, that's where I was at just now. <laughs> that's what it's like to be on VGA, guys. Just in case you're wondering, <laughs> the theater that's rules. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was so weird because then the robot would get up and talk and he's talking in your ear with these head. I don't know. Disneyland should do more stuff like that. It was it was awesome. I don't know why they got rid of it. I really don't. What too many people terrified. Also, they needed to make room for Muppets. Or was that <laughs> just then, a 90s controversy? <laughs> well, then they removed the Muppets and put like a genie... Whatever. Did I don't. They, I don't did they remember. remove the Muppets from there? Yeah, the no, they didn't remove it. They didn't it's, remove it, but it's like there was like this line area next to it that like they like hollowed out into just a warehouse where like the face characters are there, and it's really weird. I don't know. It, I Dis- California Adventure is a weird place. No, we. I think we talked about it. Like in 2015, they officially shuttered the Muppets 3D as a show. They might the theater might still be there, but yeah, it's just like character meet and greets. There's nothing nothing good going on. Are you kidding? I wish I was it's weird I went over there. three times. I went three times this year before the outbreak in Orlando. Anyway, you, you get to stand in hundred degree weather and meet Captain America in a leather suit. It's great. Oh my Glow, god! Climate change was, has made it so it was freezing. Um, I was always so annoyed that they yeah. didn't change the video at the end of the Muppets in the California version. Like you just go out and it's Disney World outside. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Fuck Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that note, we're gonna. Take a short break for a message from our sponsor, which is also us. And when we come back, we're going to get into the top five cryptids in video games. Stay tuned. Do you like Vigigame Apocalypse in 30 2010? Well, the Lasertime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two. Over at patreon.com slash lasertime, we've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 30, 20, and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparas and Matthew Allen from Vigigame Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. And uh, Total Recall for NES is out. Pretty notorious for being one of the worst games from one of the best movies of that era. Total Recall This might be one one of the worst games I've ever played. (laughs) I think the best part about this game is the back-of-box copy. Have you guys read this? No. No. Okay. Get ready for lots of parentheticals. You are Quaid, aren't you? You have a good (laughs) job. Your life as you know it no longer exists. And a lovely wife. She's on their side. You're about to take a dream vacation to Mars. They're trying to kill you. It should be fun. Deadly secrets are being unlocked by your mind implant. And relaxing. Only you can activate the oxygen reactor and prevent an interplanetary catastrophe. Quaid. Pre-order Quaid. Oh, I just want to say also another thing about the first level of this game that jumped out. Uh, Within your first few steps is a cinema that you can go into. And in this cinema, you see... The credits for Total Recall the game, which I cannot believe you people wanted to put your names on this, much less that you put them so close to the beginning. So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 30-2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks, and you'll support all of the laser time shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right, guys? Yeah. West of the Rockies. Who's on the line with me? Man, you're just getting that ASMR Jones going that's, deep. <laughs> that's that's some Art, that's some uh, Art Bell coast to coast, baby. West right of the Rockies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys never listen to Coast to Coast? It's like, like I'm really there. No, no I, I. Yeah, I never heard it. Mm. 
I know, I know, Art, I definitely know who Art Bell is. Yeah. Though. Like, uh, did did he die or mysteriously disappear for a little while? He he had some major like health issues that he had to like take early retirement. But his life is so strange because he like lived out in the middle of the desert in Nevada, uh, like almost like this is like pre Alex Jones tinfoil hat shit. Mm. Like it's he was so sword. weird. That's that that's like so cute. Yeah, that's like a prerequisite for every fucking cryptid enthusiast. <laughs> he uh, is. Yeah, he was, is dead though. He did die. I was oh, living yeah, in a two bedroom, two bath uh, apartment in Manhattan, and I became obsessed with Bigfoot. No, that never fucking happened. <laughs> right, right. Dude, I, I suspected he was my next door neighbor who was maybe paying less rent than me. <laughs> we did Bigfoot. We did Bigfoot recently on the show because we did episode sixty nine recently, and we just nice. Nice. Bigfoot nice. couldn't resist. Nice. And there was this lady. There was this lady who like. Not only was she, like, trying to settle down with Bigfoot, uh, she said she'd been dating him and they were trying to have kids and she was tired of, like, going out to the forest to meet him, so she was trying to get him to move in with her. Um, But also she needed him to be her, like, primary source of income because... Uh, she, she, her illegal weed growing op, like, got shut down because weed was legalized. Right, yeah. So, uh, if you guys, if you guys want to read some steamy, like, quotes about how she likes to have sex with Bigfoot. I got him. Big, I got him on Bigfoot deck. was sad because there's no more circus. What can I? What can I do? <laughs> well, it turns out it was just John Lithgow in in a costume. As, as Reliving the glory. Most days. of these will be. Uh, mm. But yeah, let's get into our top five cryptids. Beginning with number five. On a dark, moonless night, Mother Leeds gave birth to her thirteenth child. A hideous creature emerged with leathery wings, a long tail, horns, and a head like a horse. It let out a terrible cry and flew up the chimney. Since then, many sightings of the creature have been recorded. Uh, that's from a game I'd never heard of prior to this called Pop Tropica, which is an MMO for kids. But it has cryptids. Like Wallace Shawn. This is the Jersey Devil, baby. Yeah, this is the Jersey Devil or the Leeds Devil, which was... I had a credit card to stop cool down. Said to be (laughs) born human in the 18th century, only to immediately morph into a monstrous creature with a goat-like head that beat everyone around its mother with its tail before fleeing up the chimney and was... Sighted uh, irregularly for hundreds of years afterwards, and one particular sighting inspired one of the games that we can talk about briefly. A wave of fear washes out over the city as unidentified terrorists continue to abduct innocent victims. Some witnesses describe these criminals as mutant vegetables. AIA agents claim it could very well be another outburst of collective paranoia, similar to the one in 1957, concerning the now legendary Jersey Devil. Hmm? Also in the Jersey area, police are still searching for the evil Dr. Narf. Uh, the Jersey Devil is the one saying boo at the end. Uh, who, I don't know what that is he, he's the only one on this list, I think, who has a game that just has his name. Is that the PS1 game? That is the PS1 game, Jersey Devil. Oh, my God. The Jersey Devil's a real, uh, like, a thing? Yeah. It's a real thing, yeah, yeah. Dude, oh. and people believe it, too. It's, like, it's this is one, about like, the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Yeah, if you're what? in Philly With or a dead Russian? in South Jersey, this is, this is real. And, like, a lot of, like, old Irish folklore, like, it's tied with, like, these dueling family histories. Like, basically, this family, the Leeds family, like, pissed off the Quakers and maybe got cursed for it or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, what I, 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 know what I read that. was that it was uh, the mother's 13th baby, and she was so sick of having all these kids, <laughs> and she's like, oh, this kid's going to be the devil. And then it was. Yeah, right. 
But yeah, it's, right. it's like <laughs> the worst I, an Irish woman ever. in the past it, sick of having children. Right. It, it's like right. a devil with the body of a kangaroo, bat wings, and then like a horse Brood slash goat like head. Yeah. It's, it's it looks like Joe thing. Camel had sex with a kangaroo that was already <laughs> half demon. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, Whose dick looked like a face. <laughs> and, and mixed with a little bit of that not Batman from Revenge of Shinobi. You know, yes, like exactly. He's got it's, that it's little... funny you should say not Batman because, the yes, the protagonist of the Jersey Devil PS1 game is basically just Batman, who's also a devil. Um, he looks kind of like Calvin, though. Like Calvin, yeah. like the pe- like pissing like, on the yeah. like whatever Calvin. Like the pee. He has Calvin. that. He has that vibe. And I always thought the game just looked like knockoff Spyro. I, I remember like what, looking at it and thinking like, do I want to rent this? And being like, this looks like a ripoff. But I don't know. I never played the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't played it. I did watch some of it. I thought it was interesting that the Western version has like these elaborate animated intros and and cutscenes and. The Japanese version is just like these very rudimentary 3D animated things that convey almost no plot. It's just like, oh, there are vegetable-headed people running around, and the Jersey Devil comes and beats them up and saves a little girl in an alley. That's it. I can't imagine that it's there's much to it Not really, beyond no. that anyway, right? Yeah, it's 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 a PS1-era platformer. Pretty. I do remember that fucking ad, though, in the magazines, oh, like yeah. that like snarly face. I mm-hmm. thought when I was like a dumbass, stupid puka shell kid, I thought that was the coolest <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this guy is so twisted. Man, yeah, he probably smokes weed and worships Satan. Uh, yeah. man, there's, some, there's some magazine marketing guy just got out of his chair to retirement home. I'm like, yes, I got him. I got one. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> I was oh, not cool heart. enough for weed or Satan at that time, by the way. I was, like, thinking about getting a, a guitar with electricity. Ooh. Like, that, that's where Fancy. I was at. Ooh, wow. Cutscenes are amazing, by the way. They're not bad. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're like I said, they're they're pretty lavishly animated. Um, and uh, But I think, I think the Jersey Devil's best appearance was in this bit from The Wolf Among Us. You ain't so tough. You know what? I'm just gonna handle you myself, and I won't need no silver bullets. You fucking mother! Oh, motherfucker! Oh. So, as uh, as Bigby Wolf, the invincible werewolf sheriff of Fable Town, or whatever it's called, I forget. You find the woodsman arguing with a pawn shop owner about his axe, and. You get involved, and the pawn shop owner is this skinny little balding guy who doesn't really look like much, but he seems to be able to hold his own against the huge burly woodsman, and then he starts beating Bigby up, and Bigby throws him into the display case, and he drops his glamour and resumes his true form, which is a skeletal giant with a stag skull for a head. And, uh, yeah, this shit, I didn't even realize this was the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, they, they call him Jersey. In the, uh, I think, in the the dialogue options, he looks like a magic card. He looks kind of absolutely does. like a Witcher situation. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Leshen from The Witcher or something with that. Yeah, he's got like these weird, hollow, demonic eyes. It's, yeah, it's, well, uh, it's it's a skull face. It's a stag yeah, skull yeah, face, yeah. which is always creepy to begin with. But then when it's mounted on a big gray body with lanky limbs, then it's extra mm. creepy. But uh, he's still. Pretty mouthy, despite not actually having any lips. Ah, protecting your friend. Too bad you couldn't protect those whores. <laughs> Go on, try to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thing. 
Yeah. Fucking stay down, says Bigby. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't. The fight continues. But uh, it's it's also interesting. Jersey Devil seems to really hold it against Bigby that uh, you allowed several sex workers to die without you haven't caught the, the killer yet. He just keeps taunting you about it. It's kind of a jerk that way. But also it's like, oh, you, you really care about those women. Good for you, Jersey Devil. He kind You're of is like a hometown hero, though, isn't he? I guess don't so, you yeah. get that vibe from him? A little bit. Oh. I don't know. You, you I feel mean like he's the well loved. itself? Well, like, you know, they got a yeah. hockey team named after mm-hmm. the Jersey Devil, so there yeah, you go. That's true. I feel like he's well loved. Yeah. It's definitely, it's like most things in Jersey. Oh, this guy's from fucking Jersey? Yeah. He's golden. Oh, he's it good. sucks, good. but it's ours. It's ours. Like we don't get to make started. fun of it. I feel like it probably started with, like, those, like, like a fucked up situation, like the Vavitch kind of vibes, and oh, now yeah, it's yeah. like, we're just drinking beers. Yeah. Like, yeah. You love to see it. There's mm-hmm. just a fucking flying horse with bat wings that comes and hits you with his tail. It's no big deal. Yeah. No big yeah, deal. The devil's it. mascot is just fucking Satan. <laughs> <laughs> his red face and a mustache and everything. Oh, uh, no, that's nice. the Jersey Devil. He's uh, the Jersey Devil. So. That's the Jersey Devil. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a mistake. Not the Jersey He's a devil. Christian. He's a Christian. He's a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of us. He's a Republican. He doesn't pay his taxes. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, the Staten Island Devil. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Michael, how come this devil is featured in, in so many Japanese games? There's, is this like... A, yes, like, so you, I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to move on before talking about Castlevania. And uh, he's in the Shin Megami Tensei games, but only a couple of them, I think. But yeah, he's, he's also in uh, Castlevania Order of Ecclesia for like a, a, a brief moment. Yeah, I just noticed like I'm looking kind of at our list and there's a lot of these that appear. I almost feel like for a while Japanese devs just would like they would look to cryptids for creature design mm-hmm. for early games. It's like, yeah, we need a cool looking creature. Yeah, totally. I feel like this- in the 90s there was like this like Twin Peaks X-Files zone going on in Japan. Oh, totally. I don't know what you mean, Scully. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of these are pretty big in Japan. One of them especially that we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, for now, we should move on to... Number four. I was a boy. My mother told me about an animal that attacked cattle and drank their blood. Of course, you've all heard about this. Every place has one of those. But my mother's version was a little different. Along with farmyard animals... Her version also ate little boys who misbehave. <laughs> oh, she tried everything she could to keep me in line. Uh, thanks for that story, Javier. In which game and which monster? Oh, is this uh, La Chupacabra? Mm-hmm. And the goat sucker. Yeah, that's from Red Dead Redemption 2, specifically. Javier Escuela tells a story about it. It actually does appear in Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, of course. The mm-hmm. infamous like goat a hunting sucker. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think like once you reach uh, like Undead Hunter, like a certain level, then uh, it will start appearing in the wilderness around Mexico, and you can find it. And yeah. uh, like watching it again, I remembered it being. A lot more impressive. Now it just it looks kind of like a brown hyena that sounds like yeah, a dog. There's like two kind of like versions, right? Like yeah, maybe there's the there's well, I mean, every time I ever hear about the chupacabra, there's either the oh, one yeah, that totally. is that looks like somebody like threw some hot oil on a dog and then yes. blew it with a flamethrower, and yeah. and then there's another one that's like 
almost like a gray alien. Yeah. But like lizard. Lizardy yeah, with yeah, the spines. One that looks kind of like the land of the lost lizard. Yeah, the, the sleaze stacks. stacks. And well, they always have like sonic spikes on their backs. And, and there's yeah. yet a, yet another one who's Nick Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the wolf one is is actually easy to explain when you think like most of them they think like the ones people think they see it is actually like coyotes with mange. Yeah, yeah. They've literally like brought them in. They've been like, look at this chupacabra, and scientists are like, no, that's a coyote, and they're like, yeah. okay, yeah. You yeah. scientist, yeah. Well, whatever. It's it's also funny looking at the the Wikipedia page about this. That I guess the first actual purported sighting of a chupacabra was a woman in Puerto Rico in 1995. Well, that, that's what I was going to bring up. Is we were alive for this urban right. myth's but, origins, but <laughs> in 1995 right. is a key thing here. Because this uh, is a great thing. Yeah, like this, this bit so right good. here from the Wikipedia article. A five-year investigation by Benjamin Radford documented in his 2011 book Tracking the Chupacabra concluded that the description given by the original eyewitness in Puerto Rico, <laughs> Madeline Tolentino, was based on the creature Sill in the 1995 science fiction <laughs> horror film Species. <laughs> so, like, always the way. She saw the movie, right on. somehow confused it with real life. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had to shit on... I had to shit on Fire in the Sky the other day to my girlfriend, which I still... Fire in the Sky is a phenomenal alien abduction movie. Mm-hmm. Sadly, it is based on the testimony of a redneck who went missing and had a new story when he came back that was very similar to a movie that had aired two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Hollywood still made a movie out of it. <laughs> yep. Anything to put asses in seats. I was trying to look into this, though, because I'm like, well, is this just an old legend that is like, like a verbal tradition, and then in 95 it, it kind of went mass? Or is this kind of a newer myth that we witnessed the birth of, you know, because it was 95? Yeah, I mean, the name, this version, yeah, the mm-hmm. version that you want to sit on the couch and smoke weed with next to a gray alien, that guy, 90s. Yeah. yeah. 90s. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I grew up, yeah. I read kid. a lot of oh, books yeah. about cryptids and ghosts and shit when I was a kid. I never heard about the Chupacabra prior to the 90s. Yeah. So. Uh, but well, there that was, could just been due to, like, racism, though. That's man. true. You know, it, the it the 80s like were a, a very racist time. It's true. <laughs> but there are, like, vampiric beasts in, like, oh, sure. South American lore yeah. that are very similar to this. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's they, they even, like, distinguish there's, like, the Puerto Rican version of Chupacabra, and then there's the Latin American version, mm-hmm. which are different. And the one, yeah, the ones I just heard about were more, like, the wolf-like, but they kind of they're supposed to like hide up in trees, and then they drop down and pounce on the goats, and then they they suck their blood. And this is one where like we have so much evidence that these do not exist. It's like <laughs> like some of these some of these on this list. I'm like, yeah, there might there might actually be a thing out there, but Chupacabra. I'm like, no, yeah. it does but, not. But exist. this has fired the imagination. I mean, here's here's what the one in here's the one in Red Dead Redemption being uh, lassoed and chased down. <laughs> I mean that rah, rah, zombie was he John Marston. Was to like an so. old timey record while he was being taken <laughs> yeah, down? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, these have fired the popular imagination. They have been in Castlevania as like these weird fishmen looking dude with long tongues. I think there have been like at least a couple iOS games, mobile games based on chupacabras and you know running around uh, draining goats at night. And of course, Shin Megami Tensei. That's going to be a common thread in a lot of these is these cryptids all show up in the Shin Megami Tensei and Persona series except oh. for maybe one or two. 
as a non Megaton player, why is that? Why what why do they borrow the cryptids so heavily? Well, demons in the series. Having played only really played Persona Five all the way through, uh these creatures and gods and arcana, whatever, they they all come out of like the collective unconscious or subconscious. So like because this mm. thing exists in the popular imagination, it exists in this subconscious thing that you can draw these creatures out of. So yeah, it's, okay. it's really just the forms that that whatever goop makes up the popular unconsciousness takes. It's really sick though. Like the style is really cool. Like I really love how they like adapt and it's like you see something that's like 2000 years old right next to like, you know, yeah. freaking Mothman or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, Mothman, I go wish fight we along build the wall cuz I really am tired of these chupacabras stealing the jobs of these Ozark howlers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean there, boys? <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Since the 90s, like, there have been chupacabras sighted as far north as Maine and as far south as Chile. Again, I'm stealing from somewhere else. One of their most interesting appearances is actually not really a chupacabra at all. There's been things of a disturbing nature going on at the McBride Corral. Seems every night one of their herd meets a most unnatural death. And always there's holes all over the body. Work of the chupacabra, the livestock vampire, says Nobark. But they don't pay no mind. Too many holes, they say, and there's bullets in them. Well, says Nobark, we got a chupacabra with an automatic weapon. And that's when they get real quiet, because now they see the predicament we're in. (laughs) What is that? That is from Fallout New Vegas. That is a a weird old man named Nobark that you find... uh, but, About to turn 10 years old, by the way, 3310 oh, wow. fans. God bless it. Yeah. But this, this is uh, from a quest called, I think, The Screams of the Brahmin. And you meet these ranchers who, like, they have a herd of Brahmin. And, like, every night one of them is mysteriously killed around midnight with holes left in it. And nobody sees the assailant. And uh, you can hide out and wait for midnight to fall. And then uh, you will see an invisible shimmer approach. And spoilers, it's not actually a, a chupacabra. It's a it's a nightkin super mutant who sneaks up with a Gatling gun, shoots exactly one Brahmin, and then wanders off, becomes non-aggressive. And if if you kill him, you find like this recording that he made that he is convinced that one of the Brahmin is screaming so loud in his head that he can't stop hearing it. And so he, ah. he goes every night and tries to kill the one that's making the noise. Well, he's really just going after the Brahmin bull, the rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to work that joke in there. So. Uh, but <laughs> that was dumb. That was a dumb joke. <laughs> that was a dumb joke. Guess that bourbon's hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone loves the chupacabra. It sucks goats, and it's amazing. <laughs> I just want to hang out with it. Damn, could have put it better myself. Mm-hmm. I just want to chill out with him. I want him to be my dirty little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me- Michael is now the angry video game nerd. <laughs> it sucks goats. It, 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 it eats sucks lies. Goats. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, moving along. Number three. Snake rattle and roll. Yes, exactly. No. Uh, lot, lots of shooting going on at this vengeful Mothman from Fallout 76. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, the telltale weird insectoid hissing there. But Mothman 
is another one that's a lot of fun that I did read about when I was a kid that uh, first first spotted in West Virginia, which it turns out is fertile ground for this kind of thing. There's yeah. at least one other one from West Virginia, and which which well, may, it is almost heaven, Michael. It is almost heaven. So you know they've got West a lot Virginia. of weird, monstrous things there. Sorry. It probably had something to do with them choosing West Virginia for the setting of Fallout 76 because there's so many cryptids and weird legends that they could turn into ah, uh, sure. fodder for the game. But Mothman is a tall, like man-sized winged creature reported to have bright red eyes and was first seen on November 15th, 1967 in a little town called Point Pleasant. And he was spotted coming out of an abandoned power plant as as this couple was driving by. And he flew out after them and gave chase for a while and was flying at over 100 miles an hour. They kept speeding up and it kept, uh, kept pace with them. Finally broke off pursuit. But after that, people started seeing Mothman all over the place. And it all culminated exactly 13 months to the day afterward when a bridge collapsed. Uh, killing 46 people. And I I think after that, they stopped seeing Mothman around there, but he started popping up all over the world. He was there at 9-11. Was he? I hadn't heard about the world stuff. I I thought what was interesting about the Mothman prophecy is it it was, it took place over a year and then never showed up again. So I didn't know about the other sighting stuff. He's still alive and well, baby. He's still going yeah. around. He's a spirit of goodwill, man. Still showing up in in diff- or or an omen. Or that that's what most people think he is, right? He was like an omen yeah. of the, mm-hmm. the bridge collapse. He or like if warns- you're Richard Gere, he was one of your most successful movies. Yeah, dude. Shout outs to Will Patton, though, right? The real star of that movie. I still have. Do we know that it. guy? Will Patton. <laughs> he's like a movie. He plays the cop in the new Halloween. That dude is just good in everything. He ah, okay. he just gets real scary in that movie. The mistake they made was casting Richard Gere in a movie if you want me to see it. Sorry. He was hot. That that Silver Fox, that Eternal Silver Fox look was huge for him right I, oh, there. Oh, sure. I was really interested in seeing it, but then I heard that Mothman is not actually in the movie, so I kind of lost it. Not interest. really, no. Yeah. No, it's much more of like a just sort of – but he does – somebody does call him and say chapstick on the phone. That's something chapstick. we can all agree. Chapstick. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh yeah, my who? favorite my favorite thing about him is that he looks kind of like uh, Hitmon Lee or Gossamer from yeah. Looney Tunes. He has like this weird like rectangular look. So I always I always feel like he's friendly. I don't know why mm-hmm. I get that vibe from him, but I feel like he's like an angel. He's like a like well, a happy. D- depending, there there are different kinds of Mothmen in in Fallout seventy six. There's the the hostile kind that you can encounter, and then there's also an event that centers on the wise Mothman. That uh, will will give you a boon if you can commune with him. Gather now, faithful followers of the most wise and beneficent Mothman. Let us light his holy beacon with the radiance of the fireflies. Let our beacon pierce the darkness and summon forth his divine presence that we may commune with him and partake of his wisdom. So the way that event works is you have to kill a bunch of bioluminescent animals to harvest their glowy stuff and then put it in a lighthouse so that it will attract the wise Mothman. And once you do, he just kind of comes down to Earth and sits there with his eyes glowing purple. And if you go up and commune with him, he'll give you an XP boost. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> As Laura's foretold. Yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't realize, uh, having just recently 100%ed uh, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, that I missed a key thing in there, where there is a room where you fight like a couple of giant armored knights, and inexplicably there's also like a, a set of spotlights that are just set up next to a generator, and you can't really seem to interact with them, but... If you have a lightning power, you can use it on the generators to turn them on, at which point the the lights will come on and the Mothman will come onto the scene and then you can kick his ass. Interestingly, just like Wise Mothman gives you an XP boost if you commune with him, uh, the soul that you can harvest from killing Mothman in Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow is also an XP boost. So I don't know, yeah. maybe one was inspired by the other. Why do you have to kill him while dancing to disco music is what I want. Because all music is disco, Matt, if you're Castlevania it's enough. If you're, if you're a Japanese teenager who wears a white fur coat, at all times while fighting <laughs> demons, you all music is disco. That's just the music he hears in his head. So wait, I want to talk <laughs> about the actual creature. Like, how is he different than like a red armor? He's just he's just this he's dark, very different shape with wings, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's you, got the the big eyes, and he's mostly head. Depending on the he really uh, does design. look like Gossamer from the Looney Tunes, like yeah. dead ass, just like black instead of red. Mm -hmm. uh, and and honestly, it's probably like the reason that he has that look is because the most likely explanation, of course, Chris has a fucking action. Please allow me to provide an inbox <laughs> oh, oh, frame yeah, of reference. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, imagine, yeah. yeah, black fur with big red eyes. The guy that you can beat with a haircut. Got it. Yeah, Got yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is like pre-haircut Gossamer. This is, you know, this is the real deal. Uh, mm -hmm. But, like, the reason it probably has that shape is probably just because it's most likely an owl. It's an owl. Like, yeah. They, yeah. An or owl some other big bird. Yeah. It's, that's, yeah, that's, that's one popular. Like, it's most also likely said, a very close-up owl. <laughs> they've also said it was probably just a really big heron or crane, which, like, they can get pretty huge and people maybe don't understand that but uh sure yeah uh, mothman has also been in scribble knots like a lot of, of these monsters uh, yeah, of course yeah. yeah and and in scribble knots he doesn't really look anything like mothman he just looks like a, a big gray-skinned humanoid uh with with like some wings under his arms uh but the that's kind of offset by again shin megami tensei persona uh where he is about as cute mothy as you can get <laughs> <laughs> that is the Mothman being convinced to join your squad ah, as okay. a summonable monster. I thought he had his own like theme song, like Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> he's but got he's, some groovy look, wings, though. He's very what cute. The, there was a, a little comic strip that got memed about like shooting him, and he's like, "Oh, I can't walk," and like, "Oh no, I want to hug the Mothman now." Oh, he's too adorable. One, one of the coolest things about the legend to me, though, is he he doesn't come alone. Like when you read the book, the Mothman prophecies, like basically the residents of that town that were all seeing him, like it was accompanied by basically just a cryptozoologist fucking dream, right? It's like, Oh, uh, men in black are appearing throughout the town. People are having precognition of, of the event. There's UFO sightings because of fucking course there are UFO sightings. So he's, he's just kind of like, the master of ceremonies of mm -hmm. this crazy... There was probably yeah. lead in the water. Now that I think about it, it was lead in the water. I mean, right? honestly, like that's... 
that that quest from Fallout. I haven't played that Fallout. I've like devoured the other ones, but that yeah, seventy six one I've been waiting on. Uh, but it kind of reminded me of Indrid Cold, who was like a figure that, like in the Mothman Legend, is sort of like this like side quest character in the in the <laughs> myth, who's like a weird. He's maybe he's an alien. Maybe he's like a pale like he has like pale skin and like bright red lips, like how some people say the Men in Black have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'd, like, appear to people in the night on the side of the road and have, like, weird, like, thought conversations with them about, like, life or whatever, like, humans. You're and sure he's... this wasn't just Ronald McDonald? Dude, I it gets Is worse. It, he's known for that creepy smile. Mm-hmm. He's known for his creepy smile. But he, like... The weirdest thing about it is that, like, in the lore of the Mothman, if you, like, go deep and, like, read the forums and stuff, there's you sort of, like, a Neil Gaiman style like american gods antagonistic huh. relationship between mothman and indrid cold it doesn't all sync up but it's like there may be like two because you know they 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 look at mothman as like oh he's like trying to save us he's trying to tell us i told you so about the mm-hmm. bridge or whatever he's trying to right, do right 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 and indrid cold is like ah the mothman is out there like that type of thing so i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know what the deal is but if you're into Mothman, you're going to hit Indrid Cold eventually. Yeah. He's like the cigarette-smoking man from yeah, the Yeah, yeah, kind of. I wonder if this uh, Mothman cultist was onto something. We all know the Mothman is out there, stalking and watching us. But what of the unseen? There are things we can only glimpse in our minds. Great entities beyond our comprehension. The Mothman is a creature more like us and the unknowable horrors in the peripheral vision of our subconscious minds. No longer just a false memory now. That's a very Lovecraftian take on things. This idea that there are things lurking just outside mankind's perception. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Hmm. That's tr- I played Eternal yes, Darkness. I know what that's all about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gotta get scared enough and you'll start seeing shit. Or high. High works, too. High works, too. High works, too, for sure. But um, as much as I love Mothman, this next guy is so ridiculously ubiquitous, I want someone to explain it to me. Number two. Might be a little hard to tell that that's from Majora's Mask. That's the Flatwoods monster, baby. That is the Flatwoods monster, um, who also um, a neighbor of Mothman from West Virginia. But okay, so there, there's half your explanation right there. Yeah, Michael. West I mean, Virginia. They make a lot of moonshine in that area. West um, Virginia, something in the water. <laughs> if you just take the two of them and slap them next to each other, mm-hmm. they look the damn same. Maybe, but... Yeah, th- this one looks more like this Zelda the Majora's Mask thing you're talking about. My yeah. God, like a Karak seed. It's, it's got like a leaf-shaped well, head. Yeah, it's, right? well, it's, it's, it's the head is shaped like the Ace yes. of Spades, I think is the best this, this description. Ace of Spades! This is the, yeah. <laughs> this is the only cryptid like, that looks like it was designed in the Nintendo 64. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just the low-poly enough to work. Yeah. So it's, it's appearance... So the, the, the quote-unquote real cryptid in 1952... Uh, was spotted, like, these two boys spotted, like, a strange light going out over a hill in the woods and decided to go and investigate it. They went and got, like, five other people to come with them, 
including a former National Guardsman, and went up to this hill, said that they smelled something like rotten eggs, and then this thing came looming at them out of the darkness with a big, round, glowing red face and this uh, Ace of Spades-style head or hood or whatever it was behind it, and it looked like it was floating and had these spindly arms and looked like it was wearing a skirt or something and uh, came at them and they dropped the flashlight and ran away and sheriff's deputies went out the next day to investigate and they couldn't find anything. Um, but shocking. Someone else said there, they... there smoking yeah, a cigarette. Exactly. Being like, I thought you <laughs> assholes would be back. <laughs> hey, how's it going? How... You guys You guys got directions <laughs> to the mall? Hey, man. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? <laughs> You ever notice how all of these cryptids are accompanied by a terrible smell? You want to know what that is? Because these people are full of shit! Mm. Hey. Come on, dude. It's... Or it's swamp Yeah, I don't gas. know what that is. Yeah. Um, but in, in Zelda, in Majora's Mask, there is a bit at the the Romani Ranch where you can agree to help out and this this girl who's like, what what's her name like in the real world? Like Malin? Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the Romani Ranch! Yeah. <laughs> the Ray Romani Ranch. <laughs> Grab a uh, horse. My favorite flavor of salad dressing. You have uh, to defend the ranch, Raymond. Yeah, but she she <laughs> asks you to help defend the place and says, like, they come at midnight when whenever the carnival is about to set up, and it's just like this this light that comes down from the sky, and then all of a sudden all these Flatwoods aliens are everywhere, and then they attack the barn, and you're supposed to keep them from attacking the barn. You got further than Majora's Mask than I did. I yeah. see. Well, Wait, so I, 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 I didn't know this, actually. I found it out for the first time <laughs> yesterday. I'm doing the math here. You got, a, you got a, a hooded with a pointed head figure in the mountains in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got your explanation, boys. What, what wears hoods mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. around the American <laughs> South? I don't know. A Trump rally? <laughs> That, oh come that, on! That, come on! I mean, you know the red. Everybody was thinking could it could be red faced if they had the hood flipped up. You never know. Uh, yeah. I, I've actually heard what the most likely explanation was. Was again an owl. An owl. An owl. <laughs> and the light was probably just a meteor. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do owls look like in West Virginia? <laughs> That's <laughs> my question. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Probably, probably like your redneck buddy trying to fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty feet high, biggest ten. I swear men. that owl was so forceful. Mm. <laughs> it's not gay if it's supernatural. <laughs> look, it looks brother. like it's wearing a dress. It's not gay. Um, that that monster has become the most popular thing about that town. Not surprisingly, uh, what is kind of surprising to me is like why a monster from West Virginia becomes like a huge thing in Japan, where it's known as the three meter alien. So it was in Majora's Mask. It's in a shit ton of Japanese games. Uh, it's it's in the 80s disaster piece for the NES Amagon, where it's the final boss. Holy shit. Uh, Fucker. Like you have, no one ever finished Amagon. That game's no. hard as balls. Why would they? Why would I anyone even game. play it? My God. Because I couldn't play Altered Beast, and I thought this was the answer on the <laughs> NES. Oh, I, that's I, adorable. I played it a lot. I played it a lot. I beat uh, Altered Beast last night. Just nice. saying. Anyway. Congratulations. Oh it's in Space Harrier 2. Where it's a recurring boss and uh, shows up with a bunch of glowing orbs rotating around it. You have to shoot the orbs and then hopefully destroy the creature. Uh, it's in a game I'd never heard of called Tumble Pop. Oh, what? Come 
Tumble Pop's kind of sick. Have you have you played Tumble Pop? I've never played it, but I've watched uh, I've watched like some some stuff about it. It seems really neat, and I know that there are, there is a the, the game has a following. Yeah, well, it's it's like a Bubble Bobble Snow Brothers style game where it's like everything's on one screen, and you go around with a, a vacuum cleaner and uh, suck up monsters or whatever, and then blow them back out in uh, giant balls that then crash into other monsters. And uh, yeah, the the Flatwoods here is like a big alien robot thing. Takes they're up most so, of the screen. They're so consistent with each other, uh, opposed yeah. to the Mothman. Like the Mothman, they kind of just like creative license. Mm. This, I feel like there has to be some like weird, like Mister Sparkle situation or something going yeah. on here at the mm. at the root well, of this. I, I think it's something about that that uh, that leaf head design is like it's very iconic. It's a great fucking design. Uh, it's it's extremely memorable. I saw like a toy of this thing once, and I've never forgotten it. Yeah, uh, just trying to like, and now try and imagine being in the woods at night and seeing glowing eyes and what what looks to be a silhouette of a spade. It's like that could be frightening as shit. Yeah, it's like, like a bloodborne uh, nun. Yes, yeah. looking <laughs> situation. Yeah, uh, my favorite Japanese rendition of this monster might actually be in uh, Ko Two Flying Squadron, where you're bunny girl who rides a dragon has to fight it as a boss in, I think, Chapter 5 when you're in outer space. David Lynch. So the things it's saying there are cattle slaughter... And it just goes like a, a, a UFO shit. catcher crane and picks up a, a cow and brings it inside of its little flying saucer. And then it says, beef is on sale every Tuesday and starts spitting all these, like, those meat chunks with the bone in them at you. That's uh, demented. Yeah. And then it says, madam, why not try beef stew for dinner? And then if you shoot it enough, it grows a pair of uh, sexy woman's legs with high heels. And it says, oh, what you doing? <laughs> it's what? Really weird. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell uh, of a drug. Yeah. So, so I was doing an. I was putting together an episode on the Flatwoods Phantom before I realized that it wasn't like meaty enough to talk about for an entire hour. Mm-hmm. But and yet here I we have are. this. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to do a whole hour on this. No, challenge no. accepted. But, but uh, I, I have this one detail that I really like wanted to bring up somewhere just because I had it and it's just like Please. weirded me out so much. Oh, so I'm just going to lay it out. On the Wikipedia, there's a quote that says, The Flatwoods monster has frequently been sighted in Cabell County. When asked, why Cabell County? The monster responds, My heart has always been at the Traveler's Motel. And I, I, this is like cited. This is like cited in the Wikipedia article. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like just tacked at the end of the first paragraph. There's no context for it. And I can only think somebody copy pasted it from like a tourism brochure. So I followed that bit in. I followed it it to an article, an article that's like a, it's a PDF of like an article from the eighties from the skeptical inquirer, which I'm sure is some sort of. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. know. <laughs> Anti-fun, you know, yeah. sort of magazine. Uh, but, like, I don't know. When you follow it and you read the article, nowhere in that article does it say that my heart has always been at the Travel- Traveler's <laughs> Motel. <laughs> it's not known to speak. No. It's, it's a... 
I it was like one horrible home. night for some people in West Virginia. I don't know why he yeah. needs to go back there. We, we all know the Flatwoods Monster is just Mr. Burns and experimental radiation. <laughs> he kind of does look like he yeah. kind of does have that vibe. It's, it's kind of cool design because it's like half wood stick creature, half like Star Wars droid design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got those weird robot rings. You know? If you told me this started as like a Godzilla thing, I would like right. believe you. That that yeah, would yeah, definitely yeah. explain the Japanese love of the the alien. Yeah, it really does have like a Japanese. Yeah, it looks, looks like a kaiju quoi. thing. Yeah, something a Sentai would fight. Um, unsurprisingly, it also has a presence in Fallout seventy six, where uh, they come up with a whole backstory for it and a radio drama that you can find that fills you in a little bit on what's going on. Tonight we bring you the final chapter of Who Goes There. A strange encounter in Flatwoods. And uh, it turns out that in, in Fallout 76, it is one of the uh, the Zeta, or Zayton aliens. The the aliens that have been in every Fallout since, like, Fallout 3. And it just oh, happens to yeah. have, like, oh, a little yeah. jetpack and a red glowing orb helmet that help it survive in Earth's atmosphere. But uh, And the that, best that, weapons in the game. Oh, yeah. that, that radio drama is all about this uh, this little pioneer scout who falls down a hole and uh, wakes up in the dark with a, a little girl named Sally who talks to him and it's like, there are other people down here with us. And like, well, what, what are they like? And it's like, well, you know, they like to play games. Like, what, what kind of games? Like, oh, you know, boring ones, actually, but... You know, the needles don't hurt very much. And it's like, what What do you mean needles? <laughs> like at the doctor. And, yeah, it turns out that they're the Zayton aliens. They're doing experiments. But Oh, no. Yeah. So Are those the same ones from Scientology? No, those are Thetans. <laughs> those are, those oh, are Thetans. Well, they're, they're called Zaytans because they come from uh, Zeta Reticuli, which is also supposed to be where the greys come from. So... Oh. Yeah. Right, but only because that was like one of the first habitable planets we found with telescopes. And Probably. Now. What about the tall whites and the Nordics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Teutons and the Kimbri? Um, <laughs> that's, that's a very vague historical reference. Um, anyway, yeah, you. let's move on from Flatwoods. We've given them a lot of airtime. Not nearly as much as the Japanese, though. That That is a hell of a list. I don't know if... You guys had a chance to look at it, but uh, yeah. Flatwoods Monster, Tumble Pop, Space Harry Tube, Majora's Mask. We've talked about this. Strikers 1945, Scribble Knots, Wild Arms, uh, YY World 2, the weird self-referential Konami game, Ginga Ninkyoden, which I'd never heard of, Magical Cat Adventure, and Deae Tonosama Apere Ichiban. Um, yeah. But Something number one. I heard number one in there. <laughs> yeah, Ichiban, well, appropriately enough. been murdering us the last of my kind we've lived in these hills a thousand years my family is gone my kind is gone shoot me I can't take it Oh, poor uh, That music has to mean this is Mario Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, this is actually the, the bloober that you dismember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's totally it. 
Uh, uh, Sasquatch. Yes. Because I refuse to say Bigfoot, even though Bigfoot. you Why? notes. He's, it's your favorite truck, Matt. Come on. Are yeah, his feet, yeah. Bigfoot, Are his feet small? Truck. Does he have know, small Bigfoot feet? Is, Bigfoot has a TM, baby. It's a monster My truck. My feet are proportional. Why I am offended as well. In the notes, Michael has slash Yeti. Like, yes. what are you, like the colorblind of cryptozoologists, man? They're you basically they're the same. It's no. just one's aggressive no. and lives in the Himalayas. Yeah, what about a skunk ape? Yeah, what about him? I don't what, know that they've appeared in video games. Really? Yeah, really? It's, it's, it's weird. All these Bigfoots take on the fucking colloquial, regional, and climate <laughs> patterns of wherever they're spotted. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I yep. love Bigfoot more than anything, including the pizza, and, and, and I, I want him to be more real than anything. Yeah, That he, was really, but, truly, like, a sad little moment in that game. Like, that game yeah. is mostly for the laughs. Yeah. But yeah, that moment was rough. Red Dead yeah. Redemption, Shoot, Undead Shoot. Nightmare. That that quest where like someone points out Bigfoots to you, and it's like that came after the San Andreas Myth Hunt, which was an all-consuming rumor that Bigfoot was somewhere in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I think, I think it's still a rumor in Five. Dude, uh, did you watch well, the in, Easy Allies five, it's a uh, dude, right? video on that? No, no. It is. Un- it is like as much of a mystery as the real Bigfoot is. It is. Did, did the alien thing ever get uncovered in five? Because that was the big thing. Well, when you go to that the top they, of that mountain with the he, map. Here's the thing: they added him. They added him in one of the updates, and uh, you can now. It, there's like a very specific thing that you have to do, where it's like you have to eat each of these like different peyote buttons in turn on each day of the week, and when you eat the last one, you will get to play as Bigfoot. And Bigfoot can do everything a human can do. He can drive cars, he can fly planes, he can run around and and punch people. Um, Less exciting. (laughs) There is also a quest called The Last One that uh, directly mirrors the Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare one. I am the last one. Well. I'm the last of my kind. Evolution is a bitch. We've lived in these woods a thousand years. Wait a second. It's just a fucking mask. Make it stop, human. Man, shut the fuck up with that bullshit. What the fuck is wrong with you running around the woods in a costume? I'm the last of my kind. <laughs> He's a pro. Hey! I am I'm legend. A freak. It's perfectly normal to admit to being aroused role-playing dressed as a fantastical beast. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What do you want it to be? Man, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> what do you want it to be? <laughs> so much. That's, that's the shit that I'm afraid we're not going to get in future Rockstar games now that, like, Laszlo's gone and, like, mm. half of their writers are gone. Yeah. You want it to be. Ah, so good. Uh, yeah, of course, Bigfoot is the the granddaddy of all cryptids, as far as I'm concerned. He was. I, I know that some of the other ones predate him. He is, like, some sort of weird mishmash of modern theories with uh you know ancient european and native legends that have all kind of congealed into this one creature and uh yeah all we all we have of him really is this like brief blurry footage of a humanoid loping through a forest slowly swinging its arms uh, around oh the, the patterson, patterson ghibli footage yeah, yeah, yeah. i believe yes oh, the pgf I, I don't have uh, if you will. pgf okay I, I don't have access to your fucking notes, by the way, so I, it's just off the dome. Yeah, well, I'm not using any either. So. <laughs> it's, off the do- it's off the dome. Nothing nice. You want to know dumb. something crazy about that film? Mm-hmm. 
everybody always says that the guy who made it recanted it on his deathbed. Hmm. Uh, but he didn't. Like one guy died who made it, and he did. He on his dying on his on his deathbed, he was literally like, "It's real. It's fucking real. I swear to God." He 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 like did his thing, and then the other guy's still alive. He's like, "It's real." And the only people that have come out against that uh, tape are people who are like trying to get in on it. They were like, "I was the one who made the costume," and then mm. this guy's like, I, "I wore the costume." And that's my that is my favorite one though, because that is John Chambers. And John Chambers is a fascinating person. If you've seen the movie Argo, um, John Goodman plays him in the fake movie shoot to get the Iranian hostages out. John Chambers, he invented Spock's ears, uh, Planet of the Apes makeup, but he also worked for the FBI and the CIA making fake what? cadavers. He said he did a bunch of shit. I, I, I don't know how much I could independently verify. But he, oh, so, so, who's the oldest person here? Do you remember the movie FX? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Alex, have you ever seen Effects? <laughs> no, there is was it a sequel. Like, uh, is it like it's, it's a Brian Dennehy movie where they they grab a special effects guy to fake an um um to fake a murder to put a witness in witness protection so the mafia doesn't keep looking at Am him. Am I misremembering or isn't the lead in that the bartender from Cocktail like he's the mentor to Tom, uh, Tom British Cruise? Guy? <laughs> no, he's like the mentor guy, the <laughs> oh. British guy. <laughs> British guy, but the story of John Chambers is sort of like he's he's also this master effects makeup guy, and his ultimate goal, if you think of effects workers, is getting someone to believe that this thing. And the biggest proof that they have is like he's like I got this lost in space outfit, but I never got the belly right. So he's like working on the belly technology. And <laughs> in the spe- in the special effects community, like multiple people have let it slip. Like that is just John Chambers, and they did it on purpose. And I'm not sure if they were in cahoots with the filmmakers, but like, oh, they, I went down a deep rabbit hole and like most special effects guys, like they won't say it in very, very public spaces with microphones, but they've said it many times. Like it is this maestro of special effects who's been hired by the government to trick humans, not just movie theaters. This is like not Chuck just movie makers. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and like, and that is him. It's him in the costume, allegedly, and it's it's the thing I think is most plausible. Hmm. Because it's incredible story, if it's true. Well, <laughs> I I think it's a different Hollywood persona, namely Jimmy Stewart. Okay, guys, here's the situation. The Bigfoot way of life is rapidly going down the tubes. These totem poles might be able to save us, but a we don't know what they mean. B, most of us have been partying too much to figure out what they mean. And C, we Bigfoots have a hard time operating in public, if you know what I mean. We wouldn't normally be asking for help, but we're desperate. Well, that's how we get most of our gigs, so why not? Sure. Clarence, Clarence. That's the Bigfoot chief. they really chief. must have paid him the big bucks to do that one. <laughs> Yeah, is that from Sam and Max? Yes, that's from Sam and Max Hit the Road. Yeah. Uh, that That is the uh, Bigfoot chief, and he also uses uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and Yeti interchangeably. So there is precedent here for me to also talk about the uh, the guy from Darkstalkers, who's a uh, pretty cool Sasquatch. Big, big white-furred uh, Sasquatch creature with a bunch of weird moves, including, I think, a few farts. One of the best animated fighting game characters. Oh, absolutely. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. It's a bear, guys. Bigfoot's a bear, right? Bigfoot's it's, not it's... a bear. Look, he the, the, this no, guy. I mean this the guy... real thing. People uh, are no, seeing. No, he's John bears. Chambers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Look, go look at that footage, and take what you know now of like not even a sniper suit. Think like a fifty dollar. Hundred dollar Chewbacca suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now imagine you're shooting that on your iPhone, and like, oh, that would be very clear that is a human being in a costume. And yeah. Not. But it wasn't a normal camera, and it was for a couple of seconds. And I don't, I, I don't exactly remember what that detail was, but I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. But what I'm referring to is like a few years ago. It's relatively recently. They did a big study where all these people that had allegedly found tracks, they and they'd gathered like fur samples of what was supposed to be Sasquatch. And when they ran them, like 90% of them ended up being brown bears. And then the rest were just like other animals you'd find out in the woods. Like, I think yeah, I remember that happening. It was just, like not that long ago. The right? rest of them were just regular celebrities in red shoes. Not yeah. pedophiles at all. <laughs> I feel terrible like, like going, going into any speculation on shit like this, given how bad the world has become. Right. <laughs> I think also like there was a, uh, a supposed Yeti scalp that was kept as a relic at a monastery somewhere in the Himalayas. And that I, I think they tested it and found out, like, no, this is, like, from an orangutan. Uh, yeah. Scout the monkey, dude? Come yeah. on. Or, like, you can... You, it's it's like the 50s. Imagine imagine Andre the Giant meets an Italian. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a... <laughs> <laughs> Shoot me, human! That, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was I'm an episode I'm just going of... off for a walk. Why is everyone bothering me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man, actually. Was it? At least in the Venture Brothers, yes. Yeah, well, no, uh, Andre the big, Giant did play Big Sasquatch or Miri now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, he was a robot Bigfoot. Bionic Bigfoot. Uh, I, I feel... So much younger compared to you right now. I've never seen an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man. I just, I'd never have either. I just, after I saw that Venture Brothers episode, I looked it up and I found out, like, oh, that was Andre the Giant. Cool. That was an early role for him. Um, What, really? Yeah. He was Sasquatch in Six Million? Yeah. Yes. Um, Well, while Chris goes to look that up. uh, Oh, my God. Here's the thing about. the, the Yetis in uh, Far Cry 4, Valley of the Yetis. Do you not realize the honor we have bestowed upon you? Trying to kill me by feeding me to a beast is an honor? That was no beast. That was an awakened. One of the chosen of Yalung. Clearly you have much to learn, my child. There is nothing you could teach that I need to learn. Well, I could teach you that Yetis are pretty awesome if you get to know them. Uh, the Yetis in Far Cry 4 Valley, the Yetis are these weird mutants who've been like transformed by some sort of breathable fungus, I think. Uh, but that expansion's great because you're like fighting cultists and defending a base every night against waves of attackers. And then you go out during the day and you get to do cool open world shit. But anyway, I mean, the Yeti example I, I, I cited to you, Michael, you pointed out spoiler alert, ends up not being real Yeti, right? From the Uncharted uh, Yeah, games. Uncharted, yeah. I, I thought you were about to say Ski Free, which is uh, notorious. No, that's for just real. Yeti. That's yeah. exactly no, that, how it looks. That's a Evidence. very real Yeti. That is that is how it actually works. If you ever go skiing, a Yeti yeah. will chase yeah. you and it will catch you. You cannot escape. And your computer will Come be on. too powerful for the program, so he'll eat your ass in like one second. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm certainly not going to hit the slopes this December. None of us look like skiers. I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you talking about? I skied I'm for sorry. the first time this past season. I'm a snowboarder. Never done it. I, 
I guess Matt shreds the pownar. He, he, yeah. he loves it. I hit, I hit the pow on the bunny runs, baby. Yeah, pulling mad stale fishes, getting tricky. Tr- tr- Busting a dinner my. roll with your sticks between your legs, baby. <laughs> I, I fell Please a lot. It's a real move. It was, it was very cold. Yeah, I tried snowboarding first. I will. I may try skis again, or I may die without ever having done it. It's that's that's also reality. <laughs> or climate change is going to make it so the ski resorts are sort of a thing of the past. But I don't want to be too much of a downer. It's it's just how I'll get to work. Dude, there's a great <laughs> ski resort in Dubai inside of a mall. That's yeah, true. It's nice. true. Yeah. Uh, sure, I think you can fight through skis. it. And <laughs> <laughs> that uh, spec ops game. I'll use my my uh, Trump tax cut to, to fly my way out to Dubai and, and do that. Then, yeah, oh, doing that well. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, but you know, Bigfoot, unlike a lot of these cryptids, is seen as friendly and noble, largely because of the movie Harry and the Hendersons. But I'm just going to leave on this note from uh, the wonderful, wonderful, not actually actually fucking terrible PS2 game, Freaky Flyers. Return Bigfoot to his family at the logjam. You've reunited the Bigfoot family. Is that Don Pardo? <laughs> Shoot the flying Sherry O'Terry. Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, I remember that game had a really fun exclusive song in like our fucking 10th podcast episode we did 15 years ago. Oh my god. Freaky Flyers. Mm-hmm. Let's go to break. Yeah, so let's let's do. So, yeah, on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, I'm sure there's some news and new releases we'll get into, but stay tuned. Hello, fellow nerf herders. Did you not like Last Jedi, Rise of the Skywalker, or would you just prefer a majority of Star Wars fans take a slow walk into a volcano? What I'm saying is, are you sick of Star Wars? Well, I thought I was, but my co-hosts Jeremy and Adam beg to differ. Except when they don't. Get ready for a whole lot of love, a whole lot of hate, and a whole lot of geeky therapy in our new series, Sick of Star Wars with a Big Giant Question Mark, exclusively available at patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a little taste. My monkey. (laughs) Star Wars edits. Here's a, my definite, like, a, a rundown of the amount of Star Wars edits that there have been. Uh, editorial tampering began as early as 1977 because some of the effects either were unfinished or they released a cut <laughs> accidentally with unfinished unfinished effects in between the small release and, on May 4th. And uh, in 1977, there were two ver- technically two versions of Star Wars out there, and you can prove it by it. people were bootlegging it immediately. This obviously... Was an, an immediate smash set success, so people were bringing. I don't even know if you can call them camcorders, but whatever. Not yet, how? Yeah. What the hell were they bringing in there? Video cameras. How? And this is my favorite. Due to space issues uh, on the CED formats, long time ago, Laser Time did a show about dead formats. I forget. I hope. And then people started sending me CEDs, movies on vinyl, <laughs> sometimes known as Disco Vision. Uh, oh my God! What? Yeah, I got. Uh, I think Kevin's got. If you at uh, Cap City, our friend Kevin, he's got one for Friday the Thirteenth. I have Pinocchio and Emmett Otter on CET, and for some reason, any which way but loose. I don't know who sent me that, but thank you. Uh, but the CED, oh, a, 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 like obviously shitty technology. Otherwise, we would know something about it. 
to fit on the file format, it had to speed the movie up 3%, shaving <laughs> shaving three minutes off of Star Wars runtime. Three percent? Three percent over... That's actually a lot. Oh, that's sick of Star Wars. Available exclusively at patreon.com slash laser time, along with weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive bonus podcasts, and more for just five bucks. And that's in addition to the brand new show, Sick of Star Wars, an angst-ridden podcast saga told in nine parts. Listen long and prosper. This is so wizarding. And welcome back to our final segment where we will just do this now. No more long drawn out jokes. Nope. No more belaboring the point. Uh, nope. G.I. Joe, Operation Blackout. It's almost like there was a media blackout for this one. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I, I haven't heard much about it other than that like I briefly glanced at a PS blog story written by the CEO of the company. Saying it was made uh, <laughs> for fans by fans, uh, oh boy. but oh boy. like it does, it does look a lot like uh, the classic toy line. It's very bright colors and uh, cool action figure characters. So I don't know, maybe maybe it'll be like Transformers Devastation or something. I did a little glance just because, like, I was just curious how the industry works now. That like, are there enough GI Joe fan pages and like fan sites to where like you don't need IGN to play this? You can just get the message out that you, there's a G.I. Joe game, and that should be enough for people who would really love a G.I. Joe game. This is based on the old school stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that it's it's slightly newer designs, mm-hmm. but they it it is very reminiscent of the original series. Like I was I was never really into G.I. Joe. Like I just thought that Cobra Commander was kinda cool, but um I watched Destro. Like I had a chrome head. Yeah. yeah. I had to. Uh, I hated it because my parents were hippies. All mm. those guns. All those guns. Why? My mom literally banned me from watching the Care Bears, so very opposite. Wow. Really? What, what was that? She was like, too gay? She was just like, I don't like it. It's weird. They're too, yeah. they they're stare, too fucking weird. They stare at each other. You're not supposed to stare. <laughs> yeah, she was like, it's culty. It was, it was one of my first favorite things, and when I go back and watch it, I, I, I've said that a thousand times, but it's like, is, is this animation being improvised? Yes. Like, <laughs> this, this story goes, this is insane. It goes nowhere. It's like being on like a Valium, just like kind of like yeah. maybe you're paying attention a little bit. And when you try and watch, they made like a couple two hour movies in the eighties, and I tried to watch those again. And I, 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 I remember I dragged my parents to see those, and I was t- in my mid twenties, like thumping my hands, like I want to leave so bad. This sucks so much. I'm calling my parents to apologize. I'm sorry for everything I've ever done. I oh. How old is the average person who's going to play a G.I. Joe game based on the old I mean, cartoons? in my arcade 42? community, they never stop talking about it, so well, I would guess problem, 40. Chris, you were talking about, like, does this industry still work that way where, like, the, your core, the guys, like, mm-hmm. on the G.I. Joe forums and shit, it, it doesn't matter if they buy it now because they're not the in, the young, cool influencers that are going to tell other people and get this thing to sell enough. Like, the fact that this came out and we heard about it like the week of is not a good sign this isn't I, I remember people saying i don't remember the developer but they had some weird stuff on their in their bandwagon mm. i didn't bother looking into any of that stuff but i but i just wondered like even on a cynical level they're literally called game mill entertainment <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
my my favorite interaction with the G.I. Joe brand was actually just like a series of something awful articles written by one of my favorite guys, Zach Parsons, who wrote would write these Cobra action, after action reports. And it was just like breaking down the plot of a G.I. Joe episode <laughs> and figuring out how much money did Cobra Commander spend to secure what a. Oh, here's a fortress, a, U, a U.S. stronghold that uh, stores a bunch of exploding gas. So it's propane. You went after a bunch of propane and you spent $10 million to do this. You lost approximately like four jets, which were worth this much money each. Right. <laughs> just Billions. like, yeah, it's just like he's the most incompetent money waster ever. Yes. But, yeah. It's still, it's still, but like everything I'm thinking about now, it's like why the 80s were the best. There was, mm-hmm. there was nothing but the future in sight. Yes, of course, there could be a two part war for Christmas where Cobra <laughs> spends $9,000 on snowmobiles and exploding Santa Clauses. Uh, because like, that's just the way the world could work. Whereas now we'd be cynical and like, man, you well, can't it's do just that. So, it's so weird. We're saying eighties because like G.I. Joe had been around since, you know, what the fifties, Chris, Forever. I think you did 60s. that whole toy. But, but the, 60s, the, yeah. the iteration that we are familiar with was yeah. from the early Well, 80s. well but what, I guess what I'm pointing out is like the iteration that everyone riffs on now mm-hmm. is that eighties iteration. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, no, no one's, one's talking about the guy old. with Kung Fu grip. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Tall, sixteen-inch GI Joe action figure. I just won my old uh, original GI Joes back, where I could take their clothes off and put them in different outfits. That's that's something important to point out. It was called GI Joe because that guy's name was Joe, Mm -hmm. and he was a GI. Yeah, Mm -hmm. singular. And it got spread across a whole brand of shit. (laughs) And yeah, and in and in the Gulf War, you ate that if you wanted to have a meal. You did. You had a little. You had a little butter pad of yellow cake, and you spread it across. <laughs> uh, yum yum yum. So yeah, we have no clue how this game is. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll talk about it hit. next week. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I saw it in, in my area of the world because like everyone's like, I love old GI Joe, and I'd love, I'd love to see a cool game. And this trailer looks okay, so they were looking forward to it. Hmm. It's what made me think about that because it's clearly like a you know a, a what smaller kind of cheaper game title. Is it? I, I don't remember. It's a third I'm guessing, person, yeah. third person action. It's a shooty game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm it's gonna, a shooty game. I'm gonna guess a, a match game. <laughs> match three. <laughs> it's a match three. It's you get perfect. You get high res images of the, your favorite Joes. Collectible car game. Um, wow! I sneezed in my fucking boots, <laughs> my goddamn whiskey, and got it in my hair. Oh, gross. JPEGs of my favorite. <laughs> oh, it's shipwreck. <laughs> And that's our review of G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. <laughs> Matt, Check it out on right now from one. Game Mill. Uh, I did work on this. I, I worked on this one, this next one for a while, but it's a game. Um, I haven't actually played the full release version. I'm saving. I did get a code, but I'm saving it for next week because we're going to have a special guest next week who can talk more about it. But Torchlight 3 is officially out of early access. It is officially launched now on uh, Steam and, and your Xbox and, and on console at the same time as uh, PS4 and Xbox. But um. Yeah, I I played a little bit of this during early access, and it was it was rough at the time. And I was so I I want to give it a fair shake and play the final release build, uh, and then we'll talk about that next week. Fair, okay. fair. It, I heard it's supposed to be a fun game to pick up if you you haven't played Torchlight before. Yeah, it's you know it's Torchlight, right? It's it's, it's like yeah. they were always the alternative to Diablo. It's like mm-hmm. yep, you're right. just gonna hit some cartoon mm-hmm. goblins and get some loot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, those those uh, Mario Kart toy things are coming out this week. Yeah, guess we'll finally find out. Find out. Can you use them outside? Because uh, yes, actually, 
We will hmm. find out. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because I, I, I think the, th- the only thing I read is that like uh, it does. They don't require Wi-Fi. Hmm. It's like the 3DS uh, or the DS that um, it's all coming from your Switch. Oh, um, well, that tells so me you, the range is probably super. You you could conceivably do that, but like also remember, you're probably dealing with a 99 cent toy <laughs> that is Low really light not going to run. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not a gonna 90, run. Nine cent toy that costs like what one hundred and fifty dollars. How much? Yeah, is that? it's not gonna run very well on your yeah, your cool. fucking stepdad's gravel driveway in, in fucking Phoenix, Arizona. It's just what do you call not, what do you call that threshold of like you see it and you immediately want to own it and have it and then you get it and then you open it maybe and then buy that's it. Remorse. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I don't my do 20s. that. I, I call that my 20s. I, I call that my 20s, yeah. yes. I call that my like, 40s. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the, the thing I'm most excited about in the entire fucking world, in the entire world, is Back to the Future in 4K, which is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I saw that. I almost bought that yesterday. There's a $15 version with a never-ending mag- magnetic hoverboard that goes back and forth. I'm like, I don't need that. Why don't I have a conversation with my parents and girlfriends? <laughs> before call before my I mother. figure out which yeah. version I get for fifteen bucks. And, wait, wait, wait! Uh, it's like one of those desktop toys where the balls hit each other, but it's a, it's I, a hoverboard. Like, yeah, you, you have to look at it. It's 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 in a, 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 a obular shape, and I believe it just goes back and forth, and it just sends a hoverboard moving back and forth. Which, oh. like, in terms what of what kind like, of build quality are we talking about here? Don't oh, know. I'm guessing disgusting. I'm guessing the worst slavery <laughs> you can think of. It's a Happy fucking, Meal vibes. It's. <laughs> That, that's something everyone should think of with every special edition you get. Like, you did get an action figure, but, like, dude, a thousand Asian kids died to, <laughs> yeah, to make that, bring you this to make that one action toy. figure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It did. There's, there's an entire... Uh, yes. Hmm. Dinosaurs are crying in heaven looking at your stupid fucking special edition pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think the Mario Kart things will be better built than that. I just... There's got to be a reason in those ads they only show them playing indoors. Like, if this was an outdoor toy, mm-hmm. you know they would show that shit. Because like, you don't want to drive in the street, though. As, as I've said before, it would be a bunch of hip teens on a Brooklyn rooftop fucking setting up a custom track and playing with that yeah. if you could use them outdoors. Yeah, it would be. It would be one of those Hot Hot Wheels GoPro or those Marble Racer mm-hmm. guys. But um, be like, oh, this cool teen brought a, a switch to a party. Let's check out the kicks. We talked about it before. You, you, yeah, have, you have to be in a, a very ideal environment. I think if they if they launched a Mario Kart game that was just like, you make your own tracks. So that's all that happens. I'm like, I'm not playing this one. <laughs> I won't. And like, <laughs> let alone like, essential. I have to. I doubt you'll communicate much plot in this one. I have to clean up <laughs> my house right, yeah, and yeah, yeah. do and make my own. Track. No, I'm not playing yeah, this one. Yeah, no. You don't think they're just trying to keep kids out of the street? Hmm. <laughs> I think I think inner city kids. Yes, this is going to be a real problem. A couple a couple carts hit by a real fire hydrant. <laughs> I just mean why they're not showing it outside. Hmm. Mm. You're, you're talking yeah, about like, a literal street. Yeah, like maybe getting I know, killed but, in the street. But it's it's pretty common in any toy commercial to show kids like playing in their backyard or something. You're and, right. I would buy this for a family member who doesn't really play video games, but they're they have a kid. Yeah, it, but, but they could also say, "Look what our son bought us." I, I, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just really hopeful people can actually buy it. I I kind of have a little worry about this one that it will be a hot Christmas toy, and so that means all the bots will snatch all of them up the second yeah. they're available. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's just been the reality. They've got to be sold out already, right? 
Gotta probably. Be. Yeah. Gotta That's be. the difference I mean, in, in my in, in, in my age. I'm just like, ah, I hope this finds its audience. This is not for me, but I this looks fun. I hope it's cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. New new iPhones are out this Friday. I'm due for an upgrade. I bet I won't get one until March at least. I just yeah. bought the last one, like oh, wow. just the other day. Yeah, I don't think you really need one, Michael. Uh, my phone is not working as a cell phone anymore. I need some sort uh, of. Oh really? Yeah. I look. I looked into it, and like, I I have a ten, and like, there is no need to get this one just yet. I have a seven. until I can go outside again. I'm good on like phones, but yeah. eventually I might need. I might need a phone. But how will I sit around my house and doom scroll if I don't have my phone with me at all times? Exactly. The only thing I use it for is as a remote for my Chromecast TV because it's like my I don't have the remote for that TV anymore. The, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, same. Similar. <laughs> all right, we ready to move on, or you want to talk about any of the other ones? I mean, I, mean, I know I want to talk about NHL 21, but you guys, just, oh, you non-jocks. No, it's, it's pronounced Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Wait, no, the, the coolest thing about this Mitchell. one is, isn't it, it ships with 94 as a bonus game. Does it? it? Ships what? With like a, yeah. Why like would you play one I've ever had. iteration? Well, because you want to sell games, and people remember NHL 94 as is the Is that the one in Swingers and Mallrats? I think that's the one in Mallrats, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And swingers. I That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm talking to Stan Lee about the thing's dick. Yes. <laughs> Sega Boy. <laughs> ah, they make his head bleed. There's a cheat code for the head Mall bleed. Mallrats is also out on DVD this week. <laughs> I don't know why I know that, but I, I do. It is. <laughs> on DVD? <laughs> yeah. It, there's a new Blu-ray of Mallrats out from Arrow. It looks really cool. I really want it. <laughs> nice. Putting it out on VHS. <laughs> Special edition. I just heard a spoken word thing with it. He, like Jason Lee came in and like, uh, you see your skateboard? He's like, I'm retired. He's like, you're 22. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're 22. I want to try acting now. But he was really good. And like, they kept selling the fuck off and he turned out to be really great. I love Jason Lee in that movie. He's fantastic. And then he His just became Earl. Earl. Yeah, yeah he literally Earl. became Earl. That show was great. Show was, yeah, it was pretty and good. almost famous. 30, also featured Ethan Suplee, which if you see pictures of him now, he's like super yoked. Like he goes to the gym all the Dude, time. Dude, he's now. jacked. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Wow. I didn't know he was still around. I feel like I haven't seen him in anything for years, except for like I knew I know tangentially he's in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Yeah, I, I, I just remember sing, singing the worst songs in the world in American History X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right, well let's move along too. You know, fellas, normally when there's a big uh, Hollywood release or a trailer mm-hmm. or something, I, I I pull out, you know, the Hollywood theme. But it, it uh, feels inappropriate. Oh, gonna yeah, this does it. not because fuck that new Monster Hunter trailer. Fuck that. You do not get the Hollywood fanfare. What yeah. the what the shit is them? this trailer? Are you really surprised though? No, of course I'm not surprised. I mean, it's, it's more just an exasperation. I was talking to Diana about it. Diana knows nothing about Monster Hunter. She thinks it looks cool. Which, I think it looks cool, okay. and I know a lot about Monster Hunter. It, it but, but I, I guess I'm just like, why is it you can like Hollywood seems half the time incapable of making a movie about any sort of fantasy world without turning it into a mashup with the real world fish out of water story. That's the thing. So the the Monster Hunter stuff looks cool in yeah. this trailer. Like they, it looks fan servicey as hell. They got a Diablos within like 20 seconds. They got a fucking Rathalos in that trailer. They got a Gormagala. 
But they, they also have the Transformers fucking military team in Jeeps rolling into... Mm. You, you see Tony Jai as, as the hunter guy, and he's got his classic gear on. But yeah, Michael's totally right. It's like, why does Hollywood need to put their weird stamp like, whoa, no one could ever buy into this fantasy world. Yeah. Let's take some real-world military... Like, they're doing aliens again. Yeah, they're so, basically well, doing I, aliens. I was thinking about that. It's like, say, they did that with Smurfs. They did that with Sonic. They did that with fucking He-Man. And, and I thought, like, it, it went back as far as He-Man... No, it went back at least as far as Hercules. Because it's like, hey, we got this great idea. We, we're going to cast uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Hercules. Like, oh, what's it about? It's like, well, he's in ancient Greece, and he uh, is cursed by the gods. Like, no, he's in New York now, and, uh, mm. <laughs> and we're going to call it Hercules in New York. This trailer gives strong Transformers vibes, because they're straight up, like, you know those scenes, I think it was the second Transformers film, where they have, like, that scorpion Transformer yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. out of the sand? Mm-hmm. This yeah. trailer, like, has that shot for sure. Was that when they put, they, they put the subtitle, like, Kuwait, comma, the Middle East? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's where John Turturro's, like, talking about nuts the whole movie for some reason. He's like, oh, touch his balls! <laughs> and uh, but I, as a giant Monster Hunter fan, and I'm just reading the tone of the trailer, they begin the movie me- meeting like well, okay, so like sorry, I meant to bring that back to like Warcraft. Like I didn't like the idea of a Warcraft movie because there's no hero in Warcraft; it's just you or whoever you make. And well, so it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, there's, there's, there's like the whole right plot that uh, you know the. Like thrall, thrall, thrall is no. The there is a plot, or... but there is no. There's no hero other than what you are. Hmm. Well, that's World and of Warcraft. Warcraft had, War, had sorry, World of Warcraft. Yes, like it had heroes. Yeah, there's Arthas but the, but and like, thrall, and but, yeah. but like uh, this. This is like like Monster Hunter has no central hero if you've never played, it. and you sure. should stop being an asshole. It, it has no central hero. It doesn't it, like it's just you or whatever you want to make. You are the hero in your Monster Hunter universe. And however the fuck this military group gets there, none of that shit clearly works. I and bet it's as a portal. someone, <laughs> like I, I thought, I read it was uh, uh, Mila Jovovich said like she's like no, I played as as uh, in the movie. I'm using my layout. I'm like what? And then I watched the trailer and like she's using dual blades and authentically going into demon mode, and that is actually a combo. You yeah. Use. yeah. No, no, that stuff is, there's fan service, but it's also like the way they get there is in the trailer. Lightning strikes these ancient stones that transports them to the blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Like, sorry, this looks, this looks like a movie Mia Jovovich and her husband would shoot. This is Resident Evil all over again. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm telling you, as someone who's a giant Monster Hunter fan, the in-game fiction doesn't work either. What's going on? Like, we live in this village. There's a lot of water and food here. Like, what do you do? I tear up monsters, rip out their toenails, make make suits out of it. It's pretty cool. And what do you do that for? To fight stronger monsters, rip their toenails out, teeth. Yeah, like, sure. If one of those cool. fucking soldiers walks out of a Humvee with a giant bagpipe-looking fucking hunting horn, I forgive every premise. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, like, if he's like... IGN guessed the plot, and I think they're they're spot on. So the reason the Gormagala is in the trailer is, like, in the lore, Gormagalas are, like... They're junior elder dragons that they they poison the world and morph into real elder, elder dragons. So they're thinking the plot of this movie will probably have something to do with we must prevent this thing from becoming an elder dragon and, and basically bringing around extinction in, in this dimension or wherever they go. The classic like, first movie villain, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, for me, I'm just like, 
the fan service stuff is fine, but it's that that setup and premise just screams like Hollywood having to put their bullshit stamp on this. Like no one will ever understand this. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I'm telling you. I, I think they're showing you that like a military shows up to deal with this monster and they are obliterated until they adopt ancient weapons from Monster Hunter. That's what it looks like is going to happen. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I will, I will go see this purely based on the 8,000 hours that I've put into this franchise yeah. in my yeah. life. I, I wish I remembered who, who I saw this the, writing this because I want to give them credit. But someone described it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is perfect. It looks like the Lost Planet script. And then yes. they just they fuse some Monster Hunter shit on Lo- it. Lost Planet 2 was Capcom trying to make Monster Hunter popular. Mm-hmm. So it, Weird it, that you'd use Lost bit. Planet for that. Like, remember Why? when Lost Planet was more popular than than Monster Hunter? It's, it's just strange to think. Yeah, about. but it wasn't a multiplayer phenomenon. But mm-hmm. the idea of like, yeah, hunt out, yeah, whatever. I don't need to retread. Well, that neither crowd. of them is as popular as a crime fighting bodega cat that is mm. part of the new Spidey suit in Miles Morales. <laughs> this is so wild! It's Hell so yeah. fucking cool. They they were just showing it's like a you know a video from from Miles Morales, and then it's like how you get one of the costumes, which they didn't give any details, like how many there's going to be. But in this costume, it's like a mission. You go and you rescue this bodega cat. And then he becomes like part of the, he's like in your backpack. And they showed him, he's got a little spidey hood on. It's so adorable. He busts out and he slaps the dude in the face. Yeah, Yeah. dude. He like pops, like Spidey gets him on the webs and he rolls and like, oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait to use bodega cat. It's very good marketing for Spider-Man the game. I, yes, I really, yes, it, it really makes me want to buy the game once more. Yes. I'm excited to do so. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, if they let you take Bodega Cat back to the OG, I don't know. The way they're doing that whole thing is it feels like those games are very separate on that package where you have to buy the $70 version. Yeah, you can't even get the game any other way, so I, I have to <laughs> right. assume it's yeah. not. It's got I've, I've already pre-ordered the physical version, and that is the only next-gen game I'm planning to buy a physical version of, just because mm. it's like, well, it's Marvel, so who knows if it's going to be available in 10 years, 20 years. We'll see. If they give me mm. a shitty plastic version of that dude from Demon's Souls, I'm buying that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> well, here's some shit you don't have to buy. Sega is giving away a bunch of really cool shit to celebrate their 60th anniversary. We, we were talking to you recently think that we hit in the show last week or we might have brought it up in the monday night movie but they're giving away sonic 2 um they're yeah. also though they're giving away a bunch of other really cool shit including stuff that is extremely my shit there is a free game that they're releasing on the 17th uh which is just you know you'll probably be listening to this uh it's streets of Kamarocho. so it's a cro- it's a mashup of streets of rage 2 with the characters from Yakuza, it's got Kazuma Kiryu and Goro Majima fighting fucking through Kamarocho in a Streets of Rage 2 free game. It's so awesome looking. But that's this not is all. crazy. Are these like um un like canceled like really canceled games? Because no, some no, of them no. look like this one looks like is, some real is work this, was done into this. No, oh this God. was the same studio who did that. There was like a beat 'em up game prior to Final Fantasy 15 that used all the characters from that. So it's that same studio. There is a canceled game that they're giving away, though. They're giving away this game that's called... Um, they're, well, they're, they've dubbed it Golden Axed. It's an old prototype of a, of a Golden Axe like, revival they never made. Oh, wow. Dude! It's a vertical slice that like some studio yeah. made, and they, they killed it. 
it looks like this weird, like claymationy looking, like super well animated, like vanillaware vibes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's more three D. It's 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 fucking wild, dude. So they're giving that away on Steam. They're giving away uh, Endless Zone on Steam is coming up. They're giving away Army of Armor of Heroes. Like on top of that, they're also doing like amazing sales. Like I picked up the whole. Um, Mega Drive in Genesis Classics Collection for seven dollars on wow. Steam the other day, like the, the entire collection. And I was I was streaming it. There's a bunch of games on there. Um, yeah, dude. Like, Sega oh, so you beat Altered Beast this weekend. Now I get it. Mm. They are also that's but yeah. They they also did something really cool. If you go, they have a, a 60th anniversary website. It's Sega60th.com. They've got classic covers of modern Sega games that you can like download. Like it looks really, really cool. So go go check oh, that out. Vanquish for Sega Saturn. That's yeah. awesome. There you go. I would play yes, that actually. Yes. <laughs> that is yeah. also ten years old this week. Wow. Oh. Wow. Aha! Everyone feels old now. You know how I feel all day. Yeah. So um yeah they uh, like aliens colonial marines for the genesis that's a good looking box but yeah so they so go check out Sega City 60th they're doing some cool shit um here's some shit I don't know if it's cool or not maybe it was cool at one time Rambo is coming to Hell Mortal yeah. Kombat 11 as a DLC character so I can pin him against the terminator yeah that's I right started watching those 4Ks yeah. And RoboCop, and yes, I saw the tweet. It's like Smash Brothers Ultimate, but your dad is picking the DLC. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm more excited for is for Mortal Kombat Ultimate. Yeah, that's um, which is hitting uh, November seventeenth. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like I want a comprehensive version of everything that was from nine until whatever the next one is. Ah. Just every, ah. every stupid fucking character that's in there. Yeah. I won't rest until I get a Rambo versus predator match. Uh, okay. yeah. I won't rest. Or, or dirty Freddy, Harry or versus, versus, versus Jason match. Oh, yeah. Uh, but either way, you're going to have to square the xenomorph with Disney. <laughs> yeah. And the predator. <laughs> that's oh, right. Oh my Lord. God. No. Well, the, you, you mentioned, it's funny. You mentioned the ultimate cause they actually did announce uh, alongside the Rambo stuff. There is a, an, a Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition hitting the 17th that is also coming to next-gen game, uh, next-gen platforms. If you own current-gen, you get it for free, so you don't have to pay for that. But that, that is, is like... the dopest shit. It includes all the DLC packs, including, I think, this Rambo uh, one, because he's part of, like, the Fighters Pack 2 or whatever. It includes, I think, the T-800 was, was a DLC character in, in Mortal Kombat 11 already, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is going to be the the ultimate way to play Mortal Kombat 11. I, I just saw, I just saw like like Rambo. It's not even sliced alone. Like, is it so, like who's making this game? My dad, and it's just like, uh, like let's let's go ahead and name on our hands our favorite R-rated franchise characters that have come out in the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just hasn't happened, like Neo from the Matrix, and that's kind of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, there was a Rambo movie not that long ago, too. Yeah, it's true. It it's true. Fun. It's true. It's just like people were pointing out RoboCop, Terminator, you know, and then everything else like Leatherface and Xenomorphs, and like people don't make franchises that have rated our movies anymore. The Matrix gamers, is like the last thing. Gamers to do are forty, that. bro. Yeah, it's true. And get it's like, it's like, from all Fast I can think of is like Jason, Jason Statham from Crank. Is that what? Like, what do we do here? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, probably from what like, was that? Movie who do we add? The the, um, the driving guy, the um, shit, the transporter, transporter. Thank you. That's like, who do we add? I would love to add someone more modern, but like, um, yeah, the rated R thing is something people t- tend to avoid. Yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise. There you go. Owned by the same company. 
You know, I, I missed the missed a segue opportunity earlier, Michael. You were talking about buying the physical version of, mm-hmm. of a game. Um, VGM, which is a, a kind of a marketing research firm for video games, they they did a poll recently um, where they they pulled. Let's see, they conducted this in late September. Uh, they pulled 511 people in the U.S. So take that for what you will. Uh, and these are people they were asking which which of the the next government gen- should investigate 511. Thank you. <laughs> which of the next gen platforms did you buy? Um, so out of, out of the people that they, they talked to, 72% uh, said they had pre-ordered the disc edition of the PS5. 30% ordered the Xbox Series X. Uh, 10%, only 10% uh, ordered the PS5 digital edition. And then 8% went for the Series S. So wow. that's not a huge sample size, um, but it's it's, you know, it's big enough. If that is an indicator of how things are going to go... It's looking like more people want that disc version of the Sony. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that the, the percentage. Was I think so I think it's not the, big enough, the, and I think if you the, examine who takes those polls, they're people who go to GamesIndustry.biz, <laughs> and they're probably pretty invested in <laughs> yeah. games. Well, it's, it's and also have been for like 30 years. One of those things that's just like, yeah, if if I'm the kind of person who tries to buy a console at launch. I probably already have the previous console and want to use all my disc-based games on the new one. So why wouldn't I buy a disc? Uh, I think it's it's weird that I have to pay a hundred extra dollars to do it on the PS5. But like, I mean, you think that's weird, but then you realize that like that's about what a USB Blu-ray. Uh, no, I'm saying costs. like I, I would not cut that myself off. The the sales that occur brick and mortar and for Black Friday supersede any digital sales. They really do. Hmm. Uh, they always have. Like, you will get shit for like two dollars, five dollars, and then like, oh, I can't qualify for that because I can't shove a disc in my system. That'll be interesting to see what Black Friday's like this year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay home. <laughs> Don't go to Black Friday. It's why I have Mortal Kombat 11 still in the shrink wrap. Yeah. I'm just reading the the, the more details on the study. So they said so. Out of the total people they asked, only 15% were able to pre-order a console. So there you go, right? So that's out, out of 50 the, people, basically. It's, it's basically out of 50. So that's what those stats, there is a high margin of error. But 30% of the people that they asked said they tried to pre-order and couldn't. And out of those people, like, where they said, well, okay, what, what will you buy when you can? They, I see. 50, about 60, 60% of those people, so 58% said the, the disc version of the PS5, 40% with the Series X. 21% with the digital edition PS5 and 10% Xbox. So the numbers are pretty fairly close. I feel like Xbox has like a Wii U situation on its hands right now. Hmm. I feel be. like like with no, the S I feel like or? nobody nobody knows what the fuck they're buying. Uh like I I couldn't even confidently tell you for sure yeah. what features are unique and different between the Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series S and the Xbox One X. Like I can, I can put them in order of expensiveness and power. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, f- I follow all the news, but I couldn't if I if I couldn't look at the boxes and I was in a GameStop and I had to buy one and I had to like satisfy specific features. I don't, I don't think I could tell you for sure which ones had what. It gets even weirder because the Xbox One is now using the new UI that they're putting on the X and yeah. S. Yes, so it's, it's like it, I think I think the iPhone announcement of four new models. Gives you a little more indication of what Microsoft is going for. Yeah, I get what they're going for. I was I was really on the Microsoft train last time around. I thought they really like wussed out big time on their plan. Like, mm-hmm. I they could have owned this with their like 
Steam style model that they like yeah. went back on back in the day. It was the same way. Like, uh, I have to be always online. Like, have I've been on Steam you for are. Like, thirteen yeah, years? Are what are you yeah, t- like? Yeah. Are, is this really a complaint? Oh my god! I think we talked about it on the show what their strategy is is service. They're they're a service platform this generation. But I get I get your point, Alex. Because yeah, other than higher resolution, better frame rate on the Series X, I don't know what it offers. That's that much better than the series S. a financing uh, yeah. plan there. i've got my yeah. cyberpunk i've got my cyberpunk xbox one x that i think looks sick as hell i like already based on e3 oh, you whatever bu- you, bu- you you bought into the xbox one x cyberpunk version <laughs> i look i love i love the look of it and i didn't have one because my xbox oh, bust, no. busted but also <laughs> no. the ps4 pro doesn't you bought play a brand new old console that is not out yet <laughs> but to his point it's oh, not no. like it's an old console because they're still like, the thing, yeah. delivering content for I that own, thing for a while i own the whole launch lineup of the xbox series x already True. i have right. it yeah i yeah, can yeah, play yeah, it yeah. when it comes yeah. out yeah that's so true. what what am I fucking pre-ordering some more? Like ray action. tracing. All of us do. That's what's great. I don't know. If if I spray painted an Xbox Series X yellow and sent it to you, would it give me fifty bucks? <laughs> At this point, <laughs> I feel like I would. <laughs> it's, I mean that's oh, effort. No. Well. All right. So we'll see. We'll see who wins yeah. the console war. I always love to give you console warriors fuel for your oh. plastic machine war. Three four weeks away, right? Yes. Can't mm. wait. Mm. If you're not if you're not playing on a fucking in television, you're a piece of shit anyway. Yeah. yeah, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, on, on a on a on a 12p in television screen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Neo Geo Pocket Color or die. Hell bitch. yeah, yeah, dude. Wonder Swan for the win, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the community segment, which as always is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was. What Nintendo property next deserves the Battle Royale slash MP treatment? Um, Alex, you weren't here last week. Do you have an opinion? Battle Royale, as in like, as in like Mario thirty five. Yes, deal? correct. In, or yes, Tetris ninety nine. Whatever. I said. I said F zero. That's the only reason F zero I think could exist now. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is like one of those like NES sports, like maybe like like a like a punch out or Ooh. oh shit! Oh, <laughs> I want to see a multiplayer I... punch out so bad now. Just something like something like that. One of those like one screeners that they're like killer at because Mario sucks because it's not a one screen game. Hmm. It's too hmm. it's too it's too hard to make that game hard. Like it, it always just becomes like two guys fighting at the end, which is kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, but like. It's really long-winded, and it's really just somebody playing Mario. Like with with Tetris, you're like styling. Like to win, you gotta like go beyond yourself in level of skill. But Mario, it's like I can beat Mario one with my fucking eyes closed, and like it's just pure. I don't know. It's not as it's not as exciting. I feel like a one screen game is where you where where it's at. Mm-hmm. What about a one vertically scrolling screen game with ice climbers? Man, Perfect. I, I can't believe it. I didn't think about that. I've been playing since I modded that arcade machine. I've been playing. Almost exclusively Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's a great example of that. Give it, yeah, like, the Game uh, Boy one. Hmm. Any any version you want. Like, the, just send more enemies into the person's screen. It's it's a single screen game. Do it. Yeah. Uh, what are you, what else are you going to do with that formula of Donkey Kong? Make another country game. Like, it's the music was nice, but no, thank you. Give me like four hundred of those fucking uh, Wii U things. That was the best thing ever. Do you remember that in Nintendo Land, the fucking Donkey oh, Kong yeah. Yeah, yeah. little toy box? That wow. shit, that shit ruled. 
<laughs> Again, it's it's a Nintendo launch game, and it's the only thing like, oh, this controller's the best. It works in so many ways. It'll never work this great for anything ever again. So good Why does this have a gyroscope in it? Do all these buttons work in any other games? They, Of course they don't. Hmm. Just Nintendo Land. Yeah. Well, uh, on VigigameApocalypse.com, Karu Seta says, The Legend of Zelda seems like an, such an easy answer, but that's because it's the correct answer. Random, procedurally generated dungeons that never end are kind of a no-brainer for this format. Rupees add to your time limit. Killing enemies and solving puzzles sends enemies to your opponents. Metroid would also work in basically the exact same way, but only if they fix the floaty controls to make it feel more like Super Metroid. Finally, Castlevania would be good for this. These are the obvious answers for a reason. Very well argued. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Trick the TM says a battle royale mode in Super Smash Brothers. Do it as a twist on the fighting polygon team of the original game, which uh, which would simplify the characters so more would show up. I, I think they had that in the eight player in battle royale. Yeah. Like it's it's you can't see what's happening. It's it's fuck. And, and wouldn't you rather just play? Smash Bros. Smash. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's still a lobby there. Um, uh, what Jesse Moore says, Legend of Zelda, be so rad. Just hide all the different weapons and stuff all over. Call it 35 swords. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love it. Mm-hmm. Braden M. Braden Braden M. Twelve says, "Here's my <laughs> suggestion for question of the week. I think Balloon Fight '99 would be an insane battle royals." <laughs> Because ba- balloon fighters just bouncing off each other, just chaos. Plus, you already got the built-in <laughs> theme song. 99 love I love it. Love but instead of calling it Balloon Fight 99, I think they should call it for what it always was, Bad Joust. I'm doing my best <laughs> Norm MacDonald. Uh, <laughs> bad Joust. It's just Joust, but like themed after a British TV show that doesn't exist. <laughs> Your norm is kind of a little bit like Letterman. Also, it's like you know they're both trying to drive. So that is same Norm's character. Letterman. I'm warped. I'm warped. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, we have a few video responses. First is from Andrew Bamer, who says, "Hey VJ, Andrew, coming to you from Darkest Pennistan, also known as Indiana. Uh, by the way, Chris, around here we call him a closeted race Bannon who found religion and decided to leave Doctor Quest." So I think that uh, it would be really great to have Advance Wars with a multiplayer component. I played the shit out of those games back in college on a portable system, and it would be amazing to have something like that on the Switch where you could just go head-to-head against, you know, like maybe seven other players like back in the StarCraft days. Or maybe we have a huge map, I think, with the touch controls if they kind of... uh, took out all of the anime story bullshit and just gave us a straight-up Advance Wars game where the goal is to beat the crap out of other humans. That would be amazing. Thanks for the great podcast. Have a great one. Thanks. I'm entranced by his uh, T-shirt, which is a Dalek's checklist that every item is just exterminate. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Alex gets it. Uh, we also have one from Worth Nintendo who says... G'day, VGA. Uh, Daniel Worthington here a long time <clears throat> since I've sent one of these in. I think almost three years now. Um, look, so Nintendo games that would be good as a battle royale. So, um, like, you know, I've been digging Tetris 99 and Mario 35. I've enjoyed it as well. Um, so let me think about this. And I've actually got, probably got sort of two answers. One, serious and one that I think might be good, but I don't know if people will be that super responsive to it. So late last year, I... Um, 
quit my job, took a redundancy package. Um, stupid thing to do right before the world went mental. Um, but big part of this year for me was to be going, to be getting in shape. Um, so like I took a part-time job um, and I've been able to go to the gym. Um, I'm lucky I'm in one of the few places in the world, Western Australia, where we're almost COVID free. We don't have much in the way of restrictions. So I can go to the gym every day. Um, I've lost like 40 kilos, like, you know, 179 to 139 kilos. in just like 18 stone. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, I've sort of made a big fitness kick. And what sort of game does Nintendo have that'd be good for fitness? Like, you know, that could be a... Battle Royale, that, that, you know, but you know, gamers, we, we like to prove that we're better than everyone else. And I think a good way that we can prove that we're better and also make ourselves better would be Ring Fit Adventure Battle Royale. Just think of it. You're doing like drills and trying to be faster. And you know, the better you do, you know, if you don't reach a certain threshold, you're knocked out until there's only one left. Um, so most likely to see that it's going to kill a bunch of gamers or make a lot of people really healthy. Um, I actually don't know the real sort of proper way to do it, but um, I actually think that would be kind of a good idea, to be honest. Um, just, you know, yeah, we, we like to set ourselves goals. We like to prove that we're better than everyone else. Um, and sort of a game like this, uh, yeah, would be a, I think it'd be an interesting idea. Um, probably serious answer, though, that I think might actually be a really good one would be... Um, uh, NES Remix, um, those games that came out, I think it was made from on um, oh, yeah. great. Wii U and 3DS. Because, um, you know, mm. heaps of the old 8 bit games would be great for a Battle Royale, but why not just put them all in the thing and, you know, you just keep trying to, you know, get through as many as you complete. You can sort of send things to interfere in other people's ones and it just keeps going until there's only one left. Um, so, yeah, I think that would probably be the best way just to sort of cover all of the games. Um, anyway, peace out, keep up the good work, and um, speak to you later. No, thank you. Or Nintendo. That that shit is. Sorry, I had that written down in my notes about Mario Thirty Five. That like, I can play this game forever, but I don't have any reason to unless you give me one. Mm. And Mario Thirty Five did, and then it made it different every time, which made it addictive. And and I also recently popped up in my like four years ago, like the Nintendo uh, World Championships came back on the back of NES Remix, which was mm. fucking awesome. NES so Remix good. was amazing. Yeah. And like I think there's a, the only retail ava- version available is for the 3DS, but like yeah, it's, the Wii U. it's yeah. really good and should come back again in this format for real. Just uh, put that on the Switch that, period, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like but but oh dude, with a battle royale mode where you like like cuz like I I'm not a person like I need to be better than anyone else and like no, just be different every time. Hmm. Yeah. Like change change shit up on me. Yeah. That'd be great. You make you make Mar- you make a fucking thirty year old game a roguelike, I'm in. Also, yeah. I, I'm transfixed. I was transfixed by the giant Voltron in his background, uh, surrounded by Kirby toys <laughs> and stuff. So please put more nerd shit in your videos that only I can see while I play the sounds to the other hosts. It's perfect for a, for an auditory medium. Actually. It really is. It really is. But it, it makes me happy. Quickly to respond to Advance Wars as a battle royale, I like the idea. It would be great if like commutes in japan were like seven and a half hours like if, hmm. if you if you could sit there and wage war against people for that long for like a part of your day and justify it i think it would be a great idea but i can't imagine that not taking your whole day to do one match yeah <laughs> be a little much a little much um new question of the week does your hometown have any local legends or cryptids tell us about them um I guess I, I have one that was adjacent to my hometown um, that my sister told me about. Adjacent? Uh, 
Yeah, a Jason. We had a Jason in my hometown. Uh, his his name was uh, Jason Grotus, and I hated him. Uh, <laughs> picked on him every day after school. No, that's that's all a lie. No, uh, what my sister told me about was uh, so. There's a town near where I grew up called Finley, and there was a local legend called the Finley Ghost, and that if you went out to this uh, this canal to a certain spot late at night you might encounter a ghost rising up out of the water and uh so only in the most sincere pumpkin so she she went and she went and see she claimed to see it and i'm like okay what is it really and she's like it's john cena you you have to come out and see it like no i'm not gonna do that what is it really it's like okay it's it's like a a water spout that comes up at this this point from the canal like at a certain time late at night and it, it's like about six feet tall and wow. it looks like a person for a split second and then you realize what it is yeah. but but it's, it's one of those things that like local teens used to prank each other especially newcomers that's like that Professor Layton game where the crane, they, they think the crane is a monster anyway. That that was the quest, the, quest, the movie baby. with uh, that kid from E.T. Henry Thomas <laughs> yeah E.T. I'm here for all your fucking re- also like, proper in the Professor Layton game. <laughs> I don't remember he's he's okay. also in the the haunting of Bly House, being very British. I mean, it's that. all just a crane. Mm-hmm. It's all yes. cranes. Steam shovel. Fraser every crane. every ghost is just Fraser a crane. <laughs> Niles, Niles, Fraser, what what have you? I was a uh, UN interpreter. Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my my hometown had uh, we had something that a lot of towns in southern california claim to have and so i don't know if it's real or not but basically where are you from in uh, riverside california okay gotcha. Um, and so th- this is now it's an offensive term so i apologize but this is what they're known as we apparently where i grew up near like near one of my buddy's houses there was a little thing we called midgetville and the mm-hmm. legend of these places are it was all of the ex kind of little people performers from the wizard of oz and circuses they had apparently broken down and gotten stranded, or no, the circus had broken up, and they'd gotten stranded, and they had decided to build like a community of small homes and small everything, and they it, they were just kind of they wanted to be very separate, you know, because they're like, hey, we're people of different size, the world's not really built for people our size, we people kind of stare at us all the time, and Midgetville, we would go like late, always late at night. And there was these, like, abandoned buildings where everything was small, like the doorways were smaller, everything like that. What? Florida has, Florida has one for sure. They have a whole little person town. Right. And so we would we would always, again, we'd go drinking at my buddy's house, and we'd go check it out late at night. And we never really knew if it was like, oh, yeah, these are these this abandoned settlement of these kind of circus performers and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or it could have just been like... You know, people were smaller in the early 20th century. It could have just been like, you know, houses that people had or whatever. But we we had the legend because there there's allegedly like a couple Midgetvilles throughout Southern California. There's supposed to be one near Long Beach. There's apparently one near La Jolla. But Riverside, California is also apparently home to this tiny settlement. And really, it was just kind of a, this creepy, abandoned, spooky place you would go at late at night. But it was it was known as Midgetville, and I just we just kind of grew up like yeah, man, we're just gonna go go check out, go hang out and drink at Midgetville. Wild, yeah. Okay, so I'm from a town called San Pedro, California, which is actually just Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. But because I'm from San Pedro, which is like the harbor, like the the coast, yeah. <clears throat> um, I gotta shout out the Sunken City, 
which is a portion of the neighborhood which in like 1929 or 1930 or something like that there was like a landslide and it just all slipped into the ocean and and you know nobody died or anything like that but it just was like they had plenty of time to evacuate it's just this neighborhood that like sunk um it's happened a bunch of times on the coast it was like a hotel that burned down that's also now just sort of like crumbled in the ocean a little bit uh but it's that place that you'd go like you know on a friday night and there's people down there like smoking pot and drinking beers and throwing glass around and shit or whatever kids do and uh, you have to like hop a fence to get in there and it's super shady uh but if you want a cryptid from los angeles i submit humbly the dog woman of watts (laughs) <laughs> where in nineteen okay. sixty one, there was uh, like a three hour period where calls started rolling in across Watts, the very same Watts that you know from Los Angeles, uh, yeah. of a of a of like a weird like all four all fours creature like the thing like literally like a body of a dog face of a woman, and they the police thought it was a prank at first, but like so many calls came in that it probably was something. Hmm. Wild. I bet. I bet it was just an actual dog that, like, some some local teens put like a Ben Cooper mask on, and then it just <laughs> ran around in distress. <laughs> that would fuck me up for sure if I saw that shit. It was most, it was a William Shatner mask, Michael. We all know sure, yeah. mm-hmm. the shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. I, I'm sure I've told this somewhere before, but like, um, how it was told to me was crazy because. Um, I became a counselor at a a junior counselor at a camp that I'd gone to for years, but never been a. Sorry, we we would camp there on the weekends. I'd never been a a, a camper there under counselors. Uh, my dad and I would camp there. Sorry, this is so boring. Um, but uh, I'd be, I I I it was a place I was very familiar with, and I um became a junior counselor there and they said they the first night I was there as a junior counselor they grabbed the children and brought them around and like look um, we live very close to an um, a, a abandoned mental institution and a bunch of people have escaped so if you uh, are out at night and you see people staring at trees that's what they were trained to do when they feel stressed so don't disturb them. Uh, just let them stare at trees. So we were dealing with like all these like horny preteens, and like when someone would sneak out of a cabin, all the counselors would just stop and stare at trees, <laughs> and it would freak everybody, every kid, the fuck out, and send them right back into their fucking. Life. It was so crazy. And I didn't know for like I didn't know for a long time that it was based on a real thing. We had a real. A bad mental institution in Tallahassee, Florida, called Sunnyland. <laughs> There's a mini documentary oh, about it on, on 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 Vimeo, and I I went in as a teenager. I went in there all the time and smoked weed and took a bunch of pictures and took acid. And I uh, on my if you can still find my MySpace, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's all over my MySpace. But like I took a bunch of great graffiti pictures in this. Uh, the, the top floor is the children's ward, so it's all these like bootleg amateur artist nurses trying to draw Elmo exactly right, but it just <laughs> looks 
horrifying. Oh. <laughs> Good with, lord! With the last thing I want to find in, in an abandoned the, building. It's closed because of asbestos, but uh, it, it it it's uh, it stood in Tallahassee abandoned for years. So like we 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 fucking threw things down the elevator shaft to uh, make them bounce, and we we got high. I've never had sex in the abandoned mental asylum. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Sounds my, like you're that'd be raw, out. dude. Yeah. But uh, Sunnyland, uh, yeah, that was that was such a great idea by the camp counselors. Like, uh, yeah, you see kids stare at trees and like they'll get terrified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like mental great. patients, <laughs> and they wouldn't recognize the counselors. They just see people staring at trees and freak the fuck. I out. mean, I guess you shouldn't wear a distinctive hats, but, <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was super freaky because like a couple of like older people did it to me, and I had like free reign, and like it was terrifying. Oh, You're still in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Wow. All right, so uh, tell us about your local legends or cryptids from your hometown. Uh, go to vidgamapocalypse.com. Post under the comments for episode 389, or you can visit the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer, or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Um, Alex, tell us again uh, about your various projects and where people can follow you. For fans of cryptids, please check out the Chiluminati <laughs> podcast, where we talk about all kinds of messed up crap, including cryptids. If you like comic books or you wish you liked comic books and you are scared to get into comic books, check out the new 52 and you on podcasts. And if you like video games, you can find me on super beard brothers where I've been for 1000 years. So, <laughs> and I'm still there. So come check it out every day. There's a new video. I remember when it was just Beard Bros, and now it's Super Beard Bros. Let's see if you're progressing. Really super. Yeah, next Eventually it's Beard, Bros, Beard Bros 64. 64, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I stole your joke. No, it's fine. I, 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 am, I am vouching for DC, uh, DC 52 and you, because that's a great starting off point for it's really, everything it's really that's happening in comics unless, right unless you're Grant Morrison's action comics run, which is some of the most complicated shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I love Superman in a t-shirt. It's fucking great. It's really good. But if I was picking up Superman for the first time and I read that shit, I would go crazy. Uh, but I you knew know. I should have done that idea. Damn it, that's a terrible Trump. That was a Bernie Trump. The <laughs> Superman t-shirt. Never mind. Like, like he would acknowledge weakness. I should have done something. Right, like, yeah. I know. I would have looked too powerful in my in my Superman T-shirt. That's the problem. The hey you guys, yeah. the hey you guys would have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah, I just watched that the other oh. day for like the millionth time. I'll tell TL he should watch it because he refuses to watch the Goonies. Well, it just came out on 4K, so buy that shit, bro. 4K, such a weird 4K. Movie. It really is. It's mostly mm-hmm. just kids screaming. So Especially like the Rube Goldberg devices at the beginning. Like, what purpose do these serve other than like, yes, to entertain children? Fine. To make to make a chubby no. kid jiggle his mm-hmm. stomach. To explain why we have an Asian guy here somewhere in the middle of Maine or Portland. It's it's like Astoria, Oregon. Astoria, man. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Oregon was diverse. I wasn't trying to be racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Laser Time is a show, and there's a new episode up about anthology horror this week. Um, I'm doing my best. I'm 
fixing websites and making shows all the time. I love you guys. Thanks. Patreon.com slash laser. You sound like Lindsey uh, Graham begging for more money. I'm doing my best over here. I people. mean, like, it's like I, I can keep begging for money or I could just, like, go get a real job. <laughs> like, I'm just <laughs> fucking exhausted, man. Like, I, this sucks. This this week has sucked for me so bad. Like, uh, yeah. I'd rather bag your groceries than make your podcast. So make Patreon worthwhile. You got one more year in me. <laughs> it's a good thing we we started the week off on the right foot on Monday Night Movie over at uh, Maddie C. Allen on Twitch. Chris joined us. Sammy joined us. T.L. Foster joined us. And we, well, I would say we watched Clue, but we really just shot the shit. We wore fedoras simultaneously at one point. We, yeah, we rarely we, talked we, we about We ruined Clue. Yeah, it was we, great. It was great. It was exactly it. what these people are here for. So that is every Monday uh, this month we're doing Spooptober with Spoopy Movies. Ooh, uh, we're spoopy. talking. It is spoopy. Next next week we're talking the stuff, and then after that we're doing killer clowns from outer space. The best, the best Halloween theme song of all time, the Dickies, killer clowns. We we so yeah we uh, every Monday we're there doing Monday night movie over Maddie C Allen on Twitch that starts at seven thirty Pacific, and then I stream Vigi Games on Tuesdays and Fridays. Earlier this week, I was streaming some of that Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics collection. That's where I beat Altered Beast on stream with cheats. Um, but yeah, so I, I stream kind of whatever's on my mind. I've been playing a lot of Yakuza lately. As as Greg Moore told me, man, that's a lot of yak. Because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm at the end of 4, about to dive into 5, where he has promised to join me and give us a tour of the virtual part of Japan where Greg lived when he lived Ooh, over there. So yeah, that's cool. uh, that will be on stream quite soon because i'm going into five getting ready for like a dragon this is all leading up to like a dragon my mm-hmm. future game of the year so it looks check great me out there. yeah I, I i'm no coward i'll retweet a dragon yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh come on that deserves something it was it i, yes. gave, you, I gave you a chuckle I you elicited a real sound nod. from my mouth it was a thorough nod uh yeah so then check me out on twitter at maddie c allen and you can learn when i'm going on live on my stream so there you go all right, well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, visit us at VGGameApocalypse.com, or follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> what? I know exactly what happened. <laughs>